0: Ho, ho,
1: This is the Voices of Misery podcast. This show isn't for
2: little naughty boys and girls, so you mean old Grinches are not welcome. Santa's watching. Now, join the nerd and nerdette, who are on the good list by the way, with another podcast for that ass. Ho, 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 ho.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Voices of Misery podcast. I am, of course, one half of the dynamic duo the nerds. I am the nerd, and you are the... Nerdette. And you are very happy today because you finally got the one thing that it would take for you to make you happy. And you're me a funny picture that I'm <laughs> laughing at. So you're popping me at the beginning of the show here, guys. Sorry,
3: I just... Sherry.
1: You look great. You look great with all your fucking. What the hell is that shit that it's they put fo- in the she's hair? Getting
3: her hair done. That's foil. Yes. Yeah, foil. So like they put foil,
1: and I don't know. Like this, it, it feels really primitive, doesn't it? Though at the same time, we're like you're, we're like you're a woman, and you have to get your hair colored, but they still do these old school tactics, like putting foil, and they spray things, and they put like shit in your hair and it's just really weird man like i don't get it because i'm not a woman obviously and i shave my head bald all the time so what is it like why it's a pain in the ass why though
3: i don't know i i I like changing it up i like getting my highlights and stuff um it's just the last experience that i had was such a nightmare that i haven't gone back in four years you know
1: what would be really cool is if sherry put us on speakerphone and all the people that were in there were listening to the Voices of Misery podcast, man. It's all about sharing. What did she say here? <laughs> oh, God. You know, you probably have to turn this thing towards you because I can't, I can't pay attention to two things at once. But still, man, so here we are with another podcast for that ass, man. We're going to do an hour live here today because we are now promoting the podcast a lot more than usual because we have more free time on our hands and nothing to worry about. I mean, like, all the worries of the world have been washed away today, so we're hanging out, we're just doing our thing here, and uh, it's a really nasty day here in South Carolina, and can we just say that you guys that I've been bragging to about your your snowy weather and all your bullshit cold, we have a very swamby day today, and it's really bad, and I don't know what the hell the deal is, but it's been raining since we woke up this morning, and actually, I think it's been since last night, hasn't it?
3: It's, I don't know, but it's 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 too much. It's, it's been way raining. too damn long. I'm, been, I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's been raining
1: constantly. So I mean, in the like, wind, yeah. the
3: the porch keeps yeah. like flying open. The the door is like slamming against the yep the freaking thing.
1: We have a giant SUV, and when I was driving with you in the car earlier today, like the car was like rocking pretty heavily back and forth, and it was it was kind of scary because like we're driving 45 miles per hour, which is the speed limit on our road to get to our house. You know, and uh, I'm sitting there driving. I'm like, holy shit, like, it's kind of hard to control this thing here, man. Like, the wind was really blowing and it felt like a hurricane almost, you know? And right. I haven't been really paying attention to the news of the Weather Channel lately, but it kind of felt like something was happening. You know, like maybe something that we weren't paying attention to because of the whole week that we've been having kind of situation thing going. But it, I don't know, man. Like, we kind of just left the house and maybe we shouldn't have left the house. Maybe, like, maybe we're the morons that we argue about all the time about. yeah hey, why the fuck are these people out there in this shit you know like maybe we're those people because we weren't paying attention maybe people aren't paying attention to other you know, seriously you
3: what in the fuck is happening out i don't there? know it's
1: loud man like people can't hear that right now on, on the live show but we just heard like a lot of rain pelting our house and it's like really alarming when it sounds like <laughs> someone's throwing buckets of water at your window <laughs> while you're sitting there watching it it's just really loud right now and Oh my goodness! People feel so sorry for us. I'm sure because like they got snow outside their their house and they can't drive. They got a shovel, and I know like we we really sound like a bunch of bitches right now because like it's just rain, you know. And rain soaks in the ground, and 24 hours later it's gone. I understand. But I will that.
3: say this: our yard is so much nicer than other people's yards because yeah. they're getting like flooded. But yeah. we've gotten so much rain that people are getting like water up to their freaking door. Mm-hmm. Our ground, I don't know why ours is so different. But our ground just soaks all the rain up. Yeah. So we're very lucky. But like two doors down, they got so much freaking water, it's flooded. I don't don't get it. So So, can't complain too much. It's just a pain in the ass because we did leave the house like three times today and it was freaking pouring.
1: And we've been having some weird issues. And I don't know what it is about credit cards and Christmas time, but for some reason, credit cards do not agree with Christmas time. And for some reason, these assholes feel like they have to hire more people to hit that red button to stop your credit card because the thing about credit card companies is that As as if I was, like, Chase or, like, MasterCard or Visa or whoever the hell is providing credit cards these days. Yeah. You have to understand that people are going to go to multiple places and swipe their credit card multiple times for small, large, really large or medium-sized items, you know? And we went to a couple different places today because, like, we couldn't find items that we wanted to find at certain places. So we had to jump around a little bit, right? And it's December. So you would think that they would kind of lean back on the security a little bit. But they tighten up this time of year. So we went to, like, the uh, liquor store. A $20 purchase declined. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I had to call the bank, and they're like, wait a second. Did you try to make a $20 purchase at the liquor store? And I clicked wait, yes. duh. Yeah, wait. exactly. I'm like, yes. And it worked after that. And
0: it's then we annoying. went
1: Yeah, and then we went to the uh, grocery store. Yeah, no, well, we went to the grocery store after that, and everything worked fine. Mm-hmm. And that, that went to a dollar store. Hey, are you trying to make a dollar store purchase right after you made a liquor store purchase and after you made a grocery store purchase? Yeah. Yes, you motherfucker. I have mm-hmm. a fucking card. And it's like, God damn it, man. And, like, they keep declining shit. And, like, at this time of the year, you almost feel like you're at Las Vegas. And you're rolling the dice. I get it. are waiting for, you know, whatever to happen.
3: But the problem is, when you're using the card, you're already actually hey, registered. Right? Yeah. So, it, when it gets declined... It, it's completely embarrassing.
1: It's so annoying and so, embarrassing, yeah.
3: It's just... It's very aggravating. Like, when you're using the card, you're already up there. You're already in a mm-hmm. line full of fucking people. Yep. You look like a moron because it looks like you're not paying the damn bills and you have yep. no fucking money for your shit.
1: Because, like, I've been that person behind that person Yeah. behind that person. And it's like you see people getting declined and... You feel like they're they're like broke people, but they're not.
3: But they're not. There's just, just like dumb the shit happens. Declined. you have to go outside, you have to call yeah. them, they have to fix it over the phone, yep. and then you go back yep. in and go and repurchase everything. And everything
1: happens, and it just Ugh. goes through fine. And every time we have that issue, every time I get a new credit card, I always set the limit as high as it can go, and I say, listen, just leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's me, unless you see a, a purchase out of state, which Discover Card did. Right. For some reason, like a purchase in Georgia was made. Yeah, and it was like fifty eight dollars and seventy seven cents or some shit, and they're like, "Hey, were you in Georgia yesterday?" I'm like, "No, I'm in South Carolina," and they were like, "All right, cool." So they're but sending see, me a new card.
3: Is when they should. Yeah,
1: exactly. When and they should do it because, like, hey, you make all your purchases in South Carolina, and this one came in a different state. And yes, I know there's one person in Georgia in the chat, and I know it wasn't. She you.
3: left. She's getting her. Oh, she's she's getting all her right. hair did.
1: Well, that's well, that's fine. <laughs> But anyway, like, you know, like, they called me, and I'm like, yeah, that wasn't me, and they're sending me another card. It should be here tomorrow, hopefully, but...
3: Well, we got a weird email the other day, too, that someone in Vietnam was using our Netflix account.
1: Yeah, So I right. had to go
3: and change the password for that. A lot of
1: weird shit going on lately. And I'm
3: like, what in the hell?
1: Because,
3: mm-hmm. like, when I saw the email at first, it said, you have to reset your password immediately. And I
1: asked you about that, a too, weird, this morning. Yeah, a weird yeah.
3: login, and I thought immediately, oh my God, they caught on to my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Locking in.
1: That's what I know. was thinking. That's exactly what I thought. Like, hey, she's in New York. We're in South Carolina. We can't share accounts. Okay, I get it.
3: I thought they finally were catching on yeah. to that. But they didn't even mention that. They said Vietnam mm-hmm. was uh, logging in. And I'm like, oh, hell no. So I changed yeah. the password and, and whatever. But, like, I mean, so if it's out of state or out of country, obviously. like, But, like, if we're – if it's near our home address, like, don't yeah. be freaking decline the damn card. Obviously, yeah. it's us. So,
1: it's just super annoying because, like, you really don't have control over your own money after this point. Because my own bank card where my paychecks get deposited towards, we had an issue yesterday where there was well over, you know, a certain amount of money in there. And you made a very small purchase.
3: Yeah. And, and they declined, declined it. me for because of a dollar.
1: For, like, a dollar. And it's like, dude, like, look at, and, like, you yelled at me. And I'm like, look at how much money's in the <laughs> bank. And you're like, oh, shit, why did they decline it? And it was just like fucking dumb shit. And for some reason, banks this time of the year just get really dumb. And it's annoying because this is the time of the year you're expected to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's a lot of hackers and people out there. And I guess that's what happened with the Discover card. People were hacking us and shit. And Netflix, people hacked us somehow, some way. I don't get it. Maybe because their sister uses a... Uh, amazon or uh what the fuck is it like an android system maybe to watch netflix maybe she got hacked i don't know
3: i don't know i, I, I like don't i don't code. blame
1: her i don't know what the fuck happened but some stupid shit happened and we, we had to reset weird... all sorts of passwords now i mean
3: you cannot even guess our email our email is so beyond weird yeah that it's hooked up to so i don't yeah. even know how they could even
1: exactly i i don't and someone from vietnam account. viet fucking nam tried to log <laughs> in and these son of a bitches men like keep listening to the podcast people from Vietnam but don't try to hack her shit <laughs> because they will catch you somehow somewhere i don't know this is pretty well, funny.
3: We true. did we we left the house a couple times yesterday and then we left our, the house a couple times today
0: yeah
3: all places that we went to um the dollar general CVS we hit uh Lowe's foods the neighborhood Walmart right Yep. We went and took care of business in all those places. Well, we paid and bills. Then, We're
1: responsible people.
3: Well yeah, but then we left the house I don't know how many times we went to all those places. We never picked up freaking cookies for Santa.
1: Oh well. You know, I don't and we know have nothing
3: are, like that here.
1: The problem is I don't know if kids are in the room of other people that are listening, so I don't want to say anything bad. But, yeah, we did forget cookies for Santa. Like
3: ten times.
1: So maybe what we can do is go to Subway, get you a nice lunch tomorrow, and pick up really good cookies for Santa because I'm sure he would love the Subway cookies.
3: Oh, yeah. Santa would tear those those up. So whatever's
1: left over, whatever happens to be wink, wink, left over, you know, we'll give them to because there's a certain Santa that doesn't eat carbs anymore. So so... (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be a a good trade over.
3: I don't know. I got my blue pens today,
1: though. Wolfers, Wolfers. She got her blue pens today, and 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 Mister Wolf was the Listen, first person to catch you on today. And Wolf, if you could please share the fact that we're live on Podbean, that would be I awesome. Did, I did.
3: Um, my, I my tweeted good it. Technical friend. I tweeted it. So yeah, but maybe maybe
1: maybe you didn't do it right because Wolf is the only person on this goddamn platform that knows what the hell yeah, he's doing. It's... If... So, you got your blue pens today. So, how did this make you feel getting blue pens?
3: I was so excited and I got to pick them out myself. Like, because you were in the car taking, you had a phone call you had to deal with. I had an
1: important phone call that uh, changed the course of my
3: life. I went into CVS and, like, I was looking at all the options and, like, oh my god, those blue pens look amazing. So, (laughs) I got a package of four and I'm super pumped. So stupid, (laughs) but I'm so happy. And look, look how nice my writing is.
1: Your like, writing, I mean, like, you really only wrote down the date care. of today. But That's it, all you wrote down. But it's so nice. I don't know why. It's damn. nice
3: and clean. It's not chicken scratch. It's perfect. Now, and... the
1: funny thing for me is, like, my writing is better with a fine point pen. Like, this is the finest pen point you can get. Like, this is almost like a needle that you can get a fucking, um like, a flu shot with, right? Yeah. Like, it's a very fine point, and that makes my writing look good. You just buy any blue pen and you just love it so much for some odd reason. I don't know what I, the fuck it is.
3: I don't mind doing like other things, like um, like colored pens or whatever, but not to write with. Like yeah. if I was to to sketch something or or whatever, like I I don't know. I can't I can't. I, it has to be blue. Yeah. So I, I'm glad I'm gonna. I have four of them, so I should put them in different spots because having them in one area, I'll well, probably lose them.
1: No, I think it'll be <clears> fine because like. Uh, one pen will last you a long time, probably, because, like, you don't really take as many notes as I do, because I'm more methodical with this shit, so I just write down things, and I can write Well, I was taking notes part.
3: for a very long time, but then you stopped you looking. Were.
1: Yeah, I know. So I, I gave I up. I know. So I do want to give a quick update, because, like, that's the next thing on my list here, and I wanted to tell everyone that today we had a little bit of a breakthrough. And while you were buying the blue pens, I got a nice call from my old boss at work. Yeah. And uh, we kind of had closure, with everything, and uh, we ended things on a good note, and it and it, for people that don't have mental illness, don't understand, like, the waves of, like, emotion that you get in your head, the people that do have mental illness understand completely, like, I talked to a couple people this morning, and I don't know if they want me to say their names out loud, so I won't, but the people I reached out, I really do appreciate them, and uh, I had this wave of emotion, and I was really negative when we were, like, when you left the store... And I got the phone call when we were pulling up to the store. And I'm like, I'm going to not answer this while you guys are in the car. Because I don't want want you to to be around with... with, Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't want you to be around if there's bad news. Because I might freak out. And then I was like, you guys go ahead and I'm going to call this guy back. And you guys went in the store. And I called him back after you guys left. And we had a great conversation. And I text you. And I'm like, hey, everything's okay. And everything was fine. So, Well, I the mean, thing is,
3: you were officially let go today. Like, yeah. Officially.
1: Officially let go today from work, but I got the closure I needed. Mm-hmm. And after giving seven years to a company, I gave everything four and everything two. Yeah. I got the closure I needed, and I feel good being let go, you know, because of circumstances and shit like that. but. I mean, like, I I feel good, and now I feel like I can finally let loose in this company as well at the same time on certain situations, so I can give (laughs) some stories and maybe drop a few names, like, not personal people's names, obviously. I would never do that to people that I worked with.
3: Would you be able to say the company name?
1: Yeah, probably, but, you know... Or
3: not until you get another job, or, like, what do you want to do?
1: I might drop some bizoms, but, you (laughs) know, like, I'm not going to give out people's personal names because I'm not an asshole, obviously, but... I mean, like, that'll be for, safe for personal podcasts because, like, now we got more time in our hands, obviously. And,
3: but this is the day yeah. that, like, because you woke up, we had a good night. We
1: had a great night. But
3: there was alcohol involved for that. Yeah. Um, and then you woke up this morning and you were right back down again, which we knew was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We had discussed I, it even I on... I warned you, yeah. I know. We even discussed it on the podcast. And I said on the podcast last night, I don't want to go to bed because I don't want to wake up in the morning because yep. it's going to... We're going to be right back to where we were. And... And we were, but we had stuff we had to do. Like, we're, we were thinking, like, future wise, like, what what needs to, to be done, what needs to be paid, and, and, you know, just to get ahead of the game. And we left the house. But the, ever since that phone call, though, you, you've been completely different. And I, it, it's just much better in this house now. Well, I feel better. My stomach's not in knots anymore.
1: Well, mine either. And after that phone call, like, everything just kind of relaxed inside of me. So I, I feel good. You know, everything feels better and I feel great. But you want to know something? We made a couple changes today, too. And um, a couple things that I wanted to, to talk about was like changing your cable company. Yeah. Because we had DirecTV. And because I worked for a company that sold DirecTV, spoiler,
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, we got it for like 10 bucks.
3: 10 bucks a month. And
1: you know what? For 10 bucks a month, I would pay for the With devil to, to fucking shave yep. my fucking goatee or whatever. Mm hmm. And it was really good service. Well, actually, shitty service for a very cheap price. And now it
3: was ten bucks. Yeah, but
1: now that I don't work that 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 company anymore, man, it's really nice to not have that shit. And I can't wait to fucking take that goddamn satellite dish off the side of the fucking house, man. (laughs) Because that piece of shit is such a fucking eyesore.
0: It is. It's
1: such an eyesore. It it like it makes you look redneck. It makes you look cheap. Makes you look like a piece of shit.
3: Yeah, but we look were like smart. A piece of garbage. We have it on the side yeah. of the house, like on yeah. a pole. Um, we learned our lesson when we were up north and we had direct TV yeah. because back then we, I mean, we were struggling with bills so we were switching from uh, yeah, company to company, to company. Yeah, this is way back when. Yeah, that was like man, like ten years ago. Oh yeah, but it was up on the roof and it looked mm-hmm. so stupid up there. It, it, looked it so was just on. an
1: eyesore. That satellite dish is horrible. And I tell you what. Every time someone would call or come into the store and be like, "Hey," every time it rains, the satellite goes out, and I was like, "No, it doesn't." Yeah, it really fucking does. It goes out every goddamn time, and it sucks. Just to look at the shit. Yeah. And I'm so glad to get rid of that fucking goddamn fucking satellite dish. And, yeah. we, and we went and, and and I called Spectrum today, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, you guys send me shit every freaking month for this eighty nine ninety nine package. Yeah. What do you got for me?" I talked to a nice guy. And he was like, "Hey, man! Like, you're paying seventy bucks a month for internet. We can get you a TV with internet and a phone for like a hundred bucks. Like, I don't want your phone. Yeah, because I really don't want a home phone.
3: We have we have cell phone. Yeah, we don't, and he's like eighty nine
1: bucks a month. Blah, blah blah. And I'm like, all right. So, what about the boxes? And I'm like, so when can your technician come out? <laughs> and the guy's like, we don't have text anymore. We're gonna mail you something. And you just plug it but into see, your HDMI cable.
3: This is the thing.
1: It's been you, a long time.
3: This is Spectrum, right? Yeah. But you used to work for Time Warner, which Mm -hmm. became Spectrum. Mm -hmm. So they downsized then when you lost your job back then. Yep. And they outsourced to who?
1: Spectrum. The Philippines? Well, yeah. My job went to the Philippines. Okay.
3: And now, years later, we're going to Spectrum. And, like, so obviously they outsourced again. They don't even have uh, technicians anymore.
1: No, they don't. So now they just send shit, and you have to do it yourself. Stop no getting... <laughs> no, you stop being obsessed with what the hell. I, I was looking at what, what Wolf said. He said no nerd hotline. And yes, there will be a nerd hotline of eventually, maybe, hopefully. No, but no, not yeah. No, but no yeah. there won't. But yeah, go ahead. So I said
3: it. You you weren't listening. Like, so, I just yeah, said, like it I was it was outsourced again, so yeah, they don't my job have was that.
1: outsourced, so they didn't have that anymore. So they got rid of technicians, which I feel bad for all the guys that were out there, like, hammering nails in the fucking poles in the wall and shit, or... You know, and things That's like that. That's a job
3: but, you got to get out of. The, that, yeah. that company is just, yeah. like, hitting the jobs that over That job
1: them. is just giving it to robots and, and bullshit. But I'll tell you what, man. Like, the guy gave me a really good deal for cable TV. And I'm like, all right, cool. And it turns out that they're giving us Apple TVs for every room now. And we have to finance them for 24 months, which is really cheap. And he's like, all right, so it's like 7 bucks a month for each room for 24 months. And if you guys quit early, there's no contract. <laughs> but blah, blah, blah. And then he called me back an hour later. And was like, all right, it's going to be a lot less. So we, we're going to pay like 120 bucks a month, and now we're paying like 99 or 100 bucks a month or some shit like that because he <laughs> found some other discount and a local discount, whatever. So we got a really good deal for cable TV and internet, which is really cool. And I'm happy to be back with Spectrum because I really liked them. When we were up north, I didn't, I never gave a shit about Directv. Mm. The problem with them was like when I was up north, when we were living together. We were promised something a long time ago that I and, and I really hold grudges. <laughs> and these assholes promised us a 19-inch TV. And 19-inch TVs were nothing nowadays, but back then they were but huge. It was
3: 10 years ago, that and was it was like an ago. LED
1: TV. And it's like, yeah. oh man, you're you're gonna get one of the first class. And this is going back like fucking mm-hmm. 16 years ago, if that. Like maybe fit maybe like 15, 14 years ago. I don't remember the exact time frame, but it, it was a big deal. And we were promised this TV or like 200 bucks or some shit. And we kept calling, like, hey, we did what you guys wanted us to do. Why haven't we gotten a TV? Excuses, 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 multiple calls. We never got it. And eventually, I think we might have gotten like a $200 credit, but never the TV. And it was like, all right, fuck these guys. They can't come through with their promises, so we're done with them. Yeah. And then I got a job at a company where they offered T V and we got it for cheap, so we went with it. And now I got this ugly eyesore in the side of my house and I don't work for the company anymore so I want this fucking thing gone. And it will be gone. And we're going back to Spectrum Cable. And it's going to be pretty cool because I really like the idea that we're getting Apple TVs because Apple TVs have a lot more functionality and our kids are happier with them because like, they like to play games. they got Apple Arcade now and they've got other shit that they do. I don't know if it's going
3: to be like that. I think we need... To, I, I don't know.
1: No, I think I, I think our... Our autistic one, the younger one, because our older one's going to be completely fine regardless because she doesn't even watch TV. She watches the Apple TV, so she's fine.
3: Yeah, she watches freaking YouTube all night.
1: And I think our younger one, the autistic one, is going to be fine with the games and shit, and she'll be able to talk into the thing. And I think this might help her because the remote control is a Siri remote. She might be able to say, hey, Siri, do this, and she'll learn more.
2: I think you might
1: have the hardest transition, but we're going to have one in the bedroom, too. But we're going to have one in the bedroom, too. So I, I, think, I think it'll be a better move for everybody because we're all going to have Apple TVs. And it'll be pretty cool. So Because I do like the Apple TV. It's a really cool invention. It's very smooth. Just like everything Apple does. It's very smooth and it works great until it doesn't. and Then you have to buy a new one and spend hundreds of more dollars for it. So I think it'll be a cool transition. But other than that, mm-hmm. you have to go to your in-laws tomorrow. It's not my. <laughs> well, my, well my... my 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 in-laws and your parents. Sher- we had we had a little bit to drink. So Sherry you know
3: Sherry cracks up every time you do that. <laughs> yes, really? Yes. Um, so you have to
1: go to your in-laws tomorrow. No, my your parents. In-laws. Yeah, yeah, your parents. Well, your 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 dad and your mother. <laughs> your mother-in-law. No,
3: my your mother stepmother. Your
1: stepmother. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't know because like because like you fucking white people. You guys have your fucking weird, <laughs> fucking my in-laws, my stepmother, my third cousin, whatever the fuck it is.
3: Oh my god, you white people! Oh, you guys have Lord. your
1: well. There's more to that later on in the show, but <sighs> yeah. But like, you guys have some weird shit to talk about. So,
3: well, you're well, leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving, uh, but I'm a, I only plan on going for like two hours. But the kids, the kids need to open their gifts. So I texted her today, and I'm like, so give um, a little
1: background first for people like. Or, like, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: What, about my, mm-hmm. my parents? Well, they're freaking whack jobs, man. Well,
1: like, the whole thing about, like, you having to go there and the presents. Oh, well, because it's
3: Christmas Eve. So, and I'm not doing, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it on Christmas Day. Christmas Day is when the kids open their shit. They're not going to want to leave the house. I didn't when I was a kid. I hated it. Because all I wanted to do was stay home and play with my stuff you know that that's what people want that's what kids want to do they don't want to leave the house and go somewhere else and like get freaking a stupid christmas sweater yeah you know and then knowing all your damn toys are at home yeah and and being around family and dinner and all that fuck that so the way i see it like christmas is for home like this is where the kids are going to be i agree um that way they can play with whatever they got or you know whatever so tomorrow, like, I text her today, and I'm like, look, it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. Can I bring the kids? Can we stop by and, uh, you know, around 12 or 1 o'clock? And she's like, okay, will they be opening gifts? And I literally stared at my phone like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I went with you. I know you have stuff. I yeah. picked the shit out. Like, what, what, you want us to go over there and then not give them anything? Like, when do you plan on giving them the stuff? So I said, "Well, yeah," and she goes, "Well, I guess I have to wrap them then." Well, then fucking get on it, bitch! Because you've had them for days. Like I don't understand.
1: May I please say that? I hope we never become that clueless in life, where we don't think to wrap presents.
3: Like tomorrow is Christmas Eve. When do you? When did you plan on wrapping them? Like it's so last minute. Like get your ass out of bed, because I know that's what she's doing. Oh yeah. You know, wrap the shit so we can go over there, and the kids will be happy, and that way they get what they get over there, which I know they'll be happy with. And then they can come home and get uh all ready for Christmas. Maybe we you know? should
1: just wrap a case of Budweiser and give it to your dad and wrap a bottle of vodka and give it to your mother in law. Because I think that would be the perfect present for both of them because like that's what they enjoy in life. Like that's yeah. how they live their lives now.
0: Yeah. But
1: I do want to address something here because like there's some people out there that are probably wondering, like, what the hell got the nerd back out of bed and talking on podcasts and I do want to say, like, there's a future podcast coming out, uh, hopefully, and and uh, there's a person I met online, and uh, they kind of pulled me out of a bad situation, and even though you, the nerdette, was a huge asset. I was going to say, asset, like, seriously. You were a huge asset. Big Ray was a huge asset, but you're people that I know, and there's people that I don't know out there that reached out, and they were really huge assets. And there's two in particular that I really want to have on the podcast. So I just wanted to give them a little bit of a shout-out now because I told them what the podcast name was. And I was going to give them a shout-out. And they're welcome to come on the show. And, and, and they're open to coming on the show. So we're going to have a, an open dialogue about like what happened and what transpired and shit like that. And how they pulled me out of the dungeon. And Because like there's something about being down and out when you hear things from people that are you know like close to you. And maybe when you're down and out and you're depressed and you hear things from people that are close to you, you may not think that they're genuine and it's just a mental defect. It's something that maybe you might have some kind of preconceived notions that they're saying things that you want to hear because like, that's how you think they want you to say things. But then when you talk to a total stranger,
3: why would I would be crying my eyes out all weekend? That makes no no, sense.
1: I know it doesn't, but that's like, you don't understand like that's how people's brains are wired sometimes too. So yeah. It, it's, it's just a really weird thing so that might be a, a future podcast that I want to throw out there and you know like I appreciate people that reached out and said nice things and were hoping for the best for me and the podcast and you obviously and uh, I appreciate you for being the person that you were being the whole time because you were a freaking great human being and well and above beyond what I could have expected but you know like I don't want to get down and you know like depressing and shit but I was just kind of Trying to give people like a, you know, like a this may happen kind of thing. And it looks like it may happen podcast. So it'll be interesting to talk to someone I never spoke to, you know, verbally. But someone that came out of the woodworks out of nowhere. Like a guardian angel, as Big Ray would say. Who kind of pulled me out of the, you know, dungeons of life. But there is another thing that we have to discuss too. A certain Michael Jargo.
3: Oh fuck him at this point!
1: This son of a bitch.
3: <laughs> Seriously, man. And I
1: feel like we were set up a little bit.
3: I I feel like we were too.
1: Because we were only given thirty to ninety seconds. Yeah. To cut and a he promo. just he
3: just went on this huge rant yeah. for a couple minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly. So
3: that's not that's not fair, man.
1: So these people were were given clips of a show or multiple shows. You know, to talk shit about them. But they were limited to 30 to 90 seconds. So we had to cut ourselves off. We were watching the time the whole time. And we're like, okay, 90 seconds, boom, done. And they were able to listen and, and, and have time to reply to each each one. So that's why they were scheming off better. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> man. If these guys ever wanted to go live, we would eat them alive, tear them apart. And that's the end of that, man. I mean, like, there really isn't much to say. We may be nerds, but that's. He was saying that we were like nerds. Seinfeld.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. we're a show about nothing. Well, we really are.
1: <laughs> and, and I thought that was cool. I thought that was really funny. We are a show about nothing. And the thing about us is, like, we can talk about anything and have something to talk about.
3: I know. And they're stuck talking about wrestling.
1: Wrestling. And wrestling is a dying breed. So what happens when the wrestling ratings go down?
3: They got nothing to say. They Their ratings say. go
1: down. Like, you can't, you can't shine shoes that are made of shit and make them smell good. You know, Mm -hmm. like, if someone steps in dog shit and you shine them, they're still going to smell like dog shit, you know? And that's the problem with wrestling. You can't make wrestling a good thing when no one gives a shit about it. And the thing is, is, like, if if your platform is telling you that wrestling sucks and you're continually talking about (laughs) wrestling, what does that say about your platform? (laughs) Wrestling sucks and so do you. So you have to kind of branch out a little bit. And I just kind of feel like our friends... Our friends at the Money Locker Room can learn from us and maybe talk about nothing because nothing equals something in someone's eyes. But wrestling is shit in a lot of your fans' eyes, my friend. So that's why, you know, we are the preeminent show on our network and everyone else's network and everyone's mind or everyone's hearts, whatever. But did you get a chance to see Saturday Night Live? No. You didn't get to see it. I
3: didn't. I didn't watch it. I don't like. I don't like skit shows. It I find them to be annoying, and I don't laugh. Like it's not funny at all to
1: me. I hate Saturday Night Live, but I wanted to ask you a question because, like, you are a white person, and yeah.
3: there and,
1: and and there were some things said on this show that I wanted to ask you about. Okay. But. <laughs>
3: That before he I, said or yeah, that but, people were saying about him?
1: Well, be, well, both. But okay. before I get to that, I just want to say that I finally watched it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan as mm-hmm. a Hispanic male. And Eddie Murphy does not make fun of Hispanic people too much. But I do love Eddie Murphy. I love the guy. I think he's fucking hysterical. He might be the greatest stand-up the greatest stand-up comedian of all time. Right? But doesn't
3: he make fun of everybody?
1: He, he, he does. Okay. He does. And he's married to a white woman. And he has, like, mixed kids, so I don't understand why people feel a certain way about him right now. But he did a great job. He came on the show. He had a great monologue. He had Tracy Morgan. He had Chris Rock. um, uh, A couple other comedians. uh, Dave Chappelle and someone else out there. I don't know who the fuck the other guy was. It was really funny, right? Great show, and I watched a few of his clips. I think I might have watched the whole show condense into small clips. And he had the Gummy character came out. He had the Mr. Rogers character came out. And it was so funny, man. Like, he did a great job. Really hysterical. But my problem is, is, like, people today were saying that he said Coon Man to someone. He called him Coon Man. He called him... So he's a black male. Yeah. And he called the black male Coon Man. And the black male laughed about it on air. But the problem was, was, like, they said, well, Eddie Murphy can say that on air. But other people can say other things on air.
3: Oh, like the N-word? Yeah. Like what?
1: So, yeah, like that. And it turned into like, you know, Eddie Murphy said at the beginning of his Mr. Rogers thing, he's like, back when you guys last saw me, all my neighbors were black, but now they're all white. And then the people were laughing. And it's like, so you're making fun of white people. And why can't white people say the same thing? Like, well, I used to live in a safe neighborhood, but now they're all black, you know? And like, you can't say that and have the same effect, you know? So, there is that double standard now where people are like getting really touchy, where you know he can say that. And just imagine if Jerry Seinfeld, right? Yeah, so I just moved back into this neighborhood of mine, and all my neighbors used to be white, now they're all black. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta, you know, just uh, lock my doors at night. And I don't know, like, I well, Eddie Murphy played the stereotypical black person, right. In, you know, modern society, I guess. I don't know how to explain it because I can't explain it. But he basically played like a squatter. You know what a squatter is?
0: hmm
1: Where, like, they move into a house and, like, oh, it's not. I yeah. never pay for it, but, yeah. And he stole someone's TV and all their Amazon packages and shit. And the person knocked on the door and said, hey, did, hey, uh, we ordered a 77-inch Samsung TV, blah, blah, blah. He's like, are you get, answer me because I'm black? Are you, are you asking me this because I'm black? And then they like, oh no, sorry, and and they left. And then after he shut the door, he turned on the TV, which was theirs, with all the Amazon packages. So like he was kind of like taking a jab at himself and everyone else. And
3: right. So then, how is that offensive to white? People? I don't understand what you're trying to ask me.
1: Well, the thing was was like he did say in the beginning, like, well, all my neighbors are white now, and I don't know. It's just it's just like a really weird standard a that comedian we're living can in.
3: Say, like to me, yeah. For me, no matter who the comedian is. You say what you got to say. Mm-hmm. It's either funny or it's not. I'm not gonna take offense to it. it th- comedians like they th- they have jokes. Like they're joking. They're you know. I don't understand why people get offended with every single fucking thing.
0: They I, look I don't give like it, to but I don't That's like a it. Problem. Like
3: the comedian. The, what do comedians have to joke over anymore? You, people it's are touchy really... over everything. You can't hit religion. You can't hit politics. You can't hit race. You can't hit sexes. Yeah. So what the fuck can they, like, what they it's, have for dinner? I don't understand.
1: It's really hard for comedians to do their job anymore. Yeah, like it's, they it's really stupid. they really can't say shit.
3: Like, if I don't like you as a comedian, I just yeah. won't listen to you. But I'm not going to exactly. sit there and get offended that you're joking. You're, you're that's, that's your job. So, like, no, that shit wouldn't offend me.
1: But the, the whole idea of everything was like, people were saying at the end of the thing, were, oh, well, he poked jabs at white people. And I do agree, because white people do get the brunt of a lot of jokes. And I'm not white. But you are, so that's where I kind of wanted to ask you. Yeah, no. Well, like, do you feel aff- like not offended, but do you think it's unfair where white comedians can't say the same shit about other nationalities? Oh, it's unfair. It's very unfair. It's unfair. And I'll say that I'm as not the offended. opposite.
3: Like, like whatever yeah. he says, he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. I'm not going to take it personally. It's a joke. But exactly, it, it isn't fair that like Bill Burr can't go out there yeah. and say whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not fair.
1: White people get attacked a lot in comedy. And they can't say shit back because if they did, it's was racist. And there's this weird fucking conundrum now where we can't just make fun of each other. You know, like, why can't we make fun of each other? You know, I, I it's, it's know. such a weird thing now.
3: People are so damn sensitive, no matter what it is. I, I don't know.
1: And, and I blame a lot of white people for this, because like a lot of the whites are the ones that are saying, don't make fun of this nationality, don't make fun of that nationality. We'll take it. We'll take the brunt of it all. And when... Who the fuck says that? Oh my goodness. The Democratic Party. How about that? Oh, Let's God. just say the Democratic Party, because a lot of them are like that. <laughs> Where, like, they feel this guilt, and they take the brunt of the guilt for people that have a lot less than them. And the people that are out there that are taking the blame, like that Beto O'Rourke guy who's like, Oh, I'm Hispanic because I live in Texas, and I speak Spanish because my dad sent me to a Spanish school, but I'm really white. And he calls himself Beto. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly (laughs) what happened. His name his name isn't Beto O'Rourke. He, he was called Beto by his Spanish <laughs> friends. So he so he goes by Beto. and uh this dumb fuck is <laughs> out there trying to claim Hispanic heritage even though he's not Hispanic at all. And there's other people out there too, you know, like that just claim that there's something like Elizabeth Warren. Well what
3: Warren, about the one? The, the girl uh,
1: Elizabeth Warren, he's no. like, Oh, I'm Native American.
3: She's young, like in her twenties. It was claiming that she was black but she wasn't. Who well, the hell was that? She's not a
1: politician, but she no, was well, um, I'm
3: saying you're, you're Rachel saying, Dolezal. You're saying people that are claiming to be something that they're yeah. not.
1: Rachel Dolezal, I, yeah.
3: I just don't get it.
1: Well the problem with them too is like I mean like Rachel Dolezal just didn't identify a certain way. She's probably the most innocent of them all. People because are like weird she now. did That's try to ingratiate herself into that lifestyle.
3: People are fucking weird. They they're identifying as fucking unicorns and shit. I, I just but don't Rachel Dolezal,
1: like the thing about her that I appreciate is like she wasn't running for office. She just ran for positions of power that she shouldn't have had. But she wasn't like a politician, so, so to say. But Beto O'Rourke or whatever the fuck his name really is, Charles <laughs> O'Rourke or the fuck stupid he is, name. dumb fuck. <laughs> but he really tried to ride that train because like people in office. Are people mm-hmm. trying to get an office? They have to. They have to pick that that nationality. Okay, so I'm going to go after the black vote. I'm going to go after the white vote. I'm going to go after the Hispanic vote, and then they have to talk about I'm going to make rice and beans cheap for everybody, Hispanics. <laughs> and then fucking Hillary Clinton said, "Oh, I keep, oh, I fucking keep some fucking hot sauce in my fucking bag all the time because I love the blacks." You know, oh it's my like, god It's like get the fuck <laughs> out of here man Like who doesn't like fucking hot sauce Everyone likes hot sauce White's black, Spanish Everyone fucking like Asians like fucking hot sauce You dumb cunt Oh you know, god it's, 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 it's just like they, They're they so <laughs> out of touch They're so fucking out of touch man So just imagine if like Cory Booker A black guy out of fucking uh, What the fuck is he uh, uh, New Jersey uh, What the fuck is that town again I can't remember i It's been so long since I've been back I don't know. Newark, New Jersey, right? Oh, okay. Right? The shovel. The so let's say he's like, I love hot dogs with fucking ketchup on them and mustard because I love white people. You know, it's like, what the fuck does that say about him? You know? <laughs> Is he racially integrating himself into shit he has no idea to get in there with, you know? Why can't people just say, hey, I'm here for you. I'm here for you, the American people. I'm here for men and women.
3: Did they have Obama with a watermelon cartoon? Yes, they did. And I don't remember. Yes,
1: they did. Did Did they really? Yes, they did. Oh, my God. Yes, they did.
3: Yes, they did. What is wrong with people? It's
1: like, why do you have to fucking really push yourself towards any nationality? Why can't you just say, hey... I'm not here for the black vote, not here for the white vote. Why can't vote, not here, for the here for everybody's change. vote? I'm here for your vote. Like, yeah. I'm here for the men vote, the women vote, and that's it. <clears throat> Why can't you just fucking say that? And that's what really pisses me off about this whole political structure. Because, like, some people, like, have to go there. And, like, you see, like, Donald Trump on TV. And it's like, hey, Donald Trump is here for the white people. But then you see him in Chicago. He's like, oh, I love the blacks. I love... Don't shoot each other shit, you know? And it's like, dude... Just fucking come out there and say, hey, listen, this is how we're going to handle this as a nation. Yeah. We're not going to do this anymore. We're going to fix this shit as a nation together. Everyone together. Everyone's going to be under this big umbrella. and I'm going to fix it. Why do you have to individualize every state or county? I understand, you know, like there's 50 states, obviously, and you have to kind of fix everyone individually because everyone has their own individual problems based off of demographics and shit like that. But you have to. But they
3: don't. Do they ever do that? Wasn't there a Flint water problem?
1: Yeah, yeah, there was. In
3: Flint, what, Michigan? Michigan, yeah. Did they ever fix that? I don't think they did. I have no idea. I I don't know. But
1: the problem is, is like, you have to treat everyone the same, otherwise everyone's going to act different. And you have all these states with all these different people, and everyone's like flipping out and shit and doing their own fucking things, and people are dumber in some areas and smarter in some areas... Let's treat them all the same. Like, hey, listen, this is a flat-out plan for the entire nation. We're going to be on the same level, yep. and we're going to fucking handle this shit right the fuck right now. And there you go. I just don't understand why we have to, like, individualize. Okay, so you guys need special treatment kid gloves because you guys shoot each other all the time. No, we're going to take away your fucking guns because you yep. guys are idiots. You don't know how to handle shit. We're we're going to make drugs legal. Because you guys sell <laughs> drugs on the streets. And if we take off, you know, all these, like, fucking drug dealers, and we make it legal on every street corner, then maybe we can stop the shootings at 3 no, o'clock in the morning I, I behind the fucking Target that. parking lot. Yeah.
3: yeah. You just got to be very careful with what the hell drugs you're going to put out there that's well, legal. Well, you got to figure, like,
1: you if I'm out, like, you know, like, if I'm a desperate fucking pothead... Right, and I want to smoke pot at three o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh my god, I gotta find somebody.
3: You're gonna the go shadiest on. part of town, exactly.
1: The shadiest yeah. part of town, I might get robbed, beat up, killed, whatever, and I might mm-hmm. get something, or I might buy something, you know, fine
3: Legally.
0: and come home
1: with fentanyl in my system, and I might die in my sleep.
0: Yeah. So,
1: why don't they just make it fucking legal? These people are fucking retarded, and that's my biggest problem with it all. And
3: they're saying, uh, mushrooms and weed. <laughs> well,
1: mushrooms and microdosing supposedly cause wonders with people. Mi- microdosing. And that I think that's where I would benefit. And I've never done mushrooms in my entire life. I've never done any mind-altering drugs. But I hear microdosing is something that will really solve a lot of problems. And some people with my kind of thing where the brain just never shuts off. Yeah. If you microdose, supposedly it really like helps you out. And microdosing is like a really small amount of... It just gets you through the day, and it kind of helps you out. So, I mean, like maybe that's something that would benefit me. And I don't know if anyone out there more intelligent can elaborate more on it.
3: Well, they're saying, uh... what's that? It's good for depression, anxiety. Which, you, we, oh Oh, God, Jesus you Christ, that. that would help me out. Yeah, because even this past week with all the shit that was going on, your CBD gummies wasn't even helping. No, not at all. It wasn't helping at all. No, not at all. So, I, I don't know. It would be nice to have something in this house that, God forbid, something fucking horrible happens again. Like, like at least you have something to take.
1: Well, thankfully, I have a friend out there that I can reach out to that can maybe, hopefully, get something like that. So I might reach out to him tonight <laughs> and find out if I can get a little bit of mushroom in my life because I do need some microdosing because something will probably help me, hopefully. But why is it so demeaning for people to go on from real jobs, as far as like real jobs that we see on TV, as far as like you know celebrities, they're doing like real jobs. Because remember do you remember that guy from the Cosby Show?
3: Which one? Uh, oh, the oh the poor guy that was working in fast yeah. food place.
1: Yeah, like why is it such a bad thing to go from that to like working at a fast food restaurant or like, or that, like he was working at bitch a supermarket? Fucking
3: shame the hell out yeah. of him. I can't remember what his name was, but I know you're talking about. Jeffrey,
1: someone or other, or he played one of Bill Cosby's daughter's husbands.
3: Yeah, Theo, right? No, no, no. no. Theo is
1: the son, but whatever his name was. was Jeffrey? I don't know, but I know
3: know who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. So, why
1: is it okay for us to shame people for finding something beneath, quote unquote, beneath them? You know, like, just because you had some mo- modicum of success that you can't lower, quote-unquote, lower yourself to a real person job. And why do we hold people in higher standards? Because, you know, like, at the end of the day, we all live and die the same. We all have flesh and blood. We all breathe oxygen. We all, you know, well, have h How
3: much do you want to make a bet that that dude had more money than the bitch that took a photo of him?
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he did.
3: You know, like, it's just it, there's this... I, and... Oh, you and I talk about it a lot, yeah, and I don't do. remember who he is, but the one in that lives in Newark, New Jersey, in yeah. some shithole yeah. fucking house that's run Ra- down.
1: The rapper Redman.
3: But he's got money. Yeah.
1: He's got tons of money, and he and lives he's not, like an asshole.
3: Yeah, he lives like yeah. an idiot, Yeah, but he's not wasting his money. Like, that's smart as shit. Well, like, we saw like, that
1: on an episode of like MTV Cribs or some shit. Is that where, what it was? Yeah, where he had like a fucking screwdriver to unlock his door. Yeah, yeah. And he had millions he had of dollars in the like, bank. people, yeah.
3: like, sleeping on, on his floor. On the floor. It, he kept it real, man. You know? Amazing. Like, he didn't lose where he came from.
1: But so, there are some people out there. And, like, may, like, like, maybe we keep people on higher standards that we see on TV.
3: I don't know. Like, if people, like... See, I'm not like that. If I go and see someone, like, working at McDonald's who used to be on a TV show, yeah, I would think it's weird. But I'm not going to sit yeah. there and take a photo and then put it no, online and then No, and, and like, hey, look
1: who I saw doing this. The dude's this.
3: working. No, he's working, man. So, and
1: the funny thing is, is, like, the reason why I brought this whole topic up is because our friend Stevie Richards, who I did a recent interview with, he went on an expedition where he went out with a plumber, a friend that he made... And he went and he did some heavy working that day. Like, he did some real work. Like, some real man work. And he learned how to plumb and shit. And he's like, I never knew how to plumb before. And I learned some shit. I did some really hard work. And he wanted to do it again. He looked forward to doing more. And I thought that was pretty impressive, you know? Like, you look at him on TV and, like, you can go back and see him. Oh, he was on TV with The Rock. He was on TV with right. Ivory and all these people. Stone Cold. He took a stunner from Stone Cold. He took a people's elbow from The Rock. He must be a millionaire.
2: Mm-hmm. No,
1: man. Like, people... Like, you don't know what their fucking situations are. Like, leave them the fuck alone. Like, people have real lives. They're real people.
3: I don't like the fact that people are all up in everyone's business. Exactly. All the it
1: pisses me time. the fuck off. It really does, man. I like, hate we that said shit. a few
3: episodes ago where I was pissed off that uh, Justin Timberlake had to go and yeah. publicly apologize why? to Jessica Beat. Like, why the fuck? For fun? what? Dude, I don't care. Apologize to her privately. You don't need to be, like, I don't need to be seeing it. And the new, it was all over the damn news. Like, yeah. it's no one's business. Mm-hmm. That is their shit. Like, let them work it out. It doesn't have to be online. I just don't understand why people have to just know every single thing that's going on with everybody. It's I It's just I the don't most like annoying
1: that. fucking thing ever. And the fact is, is like, so our friend had to do like a plumbing job. And it wasn't like he had to do it. Because like, he doesn't have to do it, obviously. Because he's got the means to not have to. But mm-hmm. he wanted to learn something. Well, and that's good. And a and, and thing about the guy from the Cosby show. Like, he wanted to just provide for his family. Right. What's wrong with that? If jobs aren't throwing themselves at you, sometimes you have to do what you have to fucking do. That's what being a man is, you know? Like, you have to be a human being, and you know, like, he had a job at the Cosby Show, and he didn't have it anymore, and, you know, like, the money runs out and he after tried a while. not
3: get work anywhere, but he's exactly. still, at least he was still fucking working. Not
1: everyone you see on TV is a fucking millionaire, you fucking assholes. You mm-hmm. know, just leave them the fuck alone and don't shame them, because, like, you're sitting there doing something a lot less and what they're doing now, you know, just give up and stop being a fucking cunt. And that's basically where I wanted to end that whole topic because like I just get really infuriated by it because like if I see there's certain actresses and actors and actresses and people that I've I personally interviewed that don't do the job that they used to do and then when you talk to them they're doing something mundane and it's like, you know what? You know like you're you're doing something, you know? And I want to talk to you about your life. Some people just want to only talk about the things that they did that made them famous. And they think that be- just because they were once famous, they've got you know millions of dollars in the bank. And just because you saw someone on TV doesn't mean they had that much money. You don't know what their yeah. situation is. You don't understand the business that they were in. So yeah. shut the fuck up.
3: Well, when we interviewed Karen Parsons, I think she was a little nervous. I think she thought that we were just going to talk about Fresh yeah. Prince, and we didn't.
1: Yeah. I think
3: we talked about that for five minutes. And I was, think was she it. was
1: really caught off guard. She was yeah. like, oh my God. And she was so happy at the end. Like, and she we, wanted to keep going.
3: We literally talked about all the shit she's done. But like, she's only known, yeah. for some odd reason, just the yeah. Fresh Prince. She, she will I be think, back
1: on the show, too, by the way.
3: But, I don't know.
1: She will definitely be back on the show because I love Karen Parsons, and she will definitely be back on. Can't because you just talk she, to people
3: about one thing that they're exactly you know known for. Like that's not no
1: exactly. But since I've been off work for the past couple of days, like I've been very focused, and now today after getting some sort of some sort of good news, I guess I am more focused on getting back on the grind. And when I'm focused, I I really don't sleep much. As as is good news, bad news, whatever. So, it's going to be a lot of grinding, and I think this podcast is going to grow a lot. And I think we're going to have a lot more good things and sponsors and shit like that to focus on because, like, that's what I do, man. Like, I I can't sleep.
3: I knew it. I knew it was coming. As soon as you said grinding, I knew Wolf was going to be right in that freaking chat.
1: Wolf wants me to tear it up tonight, Wolf, I'll tear it up for you, my friend. This is the second
3: time he's bringing up clapping it out because now that you're not working. I'm in trouble.
1: Well, I'm going to clap you the fuck out. And, and you took a shower today, so you're getting clapped out tonight. Oh, my
3: God. Shut so, up.
1: So what I'm saying is, like, I I, I really do grind <laughs> it out, man. Like, Fucking I wolf, really man. do grind. I do a lot of work, and uh, we're we're going to have some big things. And not just for us, too. It's for our brothers at the Hami Media Group. And, like, we're we're going to have a big 2020, and we're going to have a really big year. And uh, I was supposed to have Benjamin on, I think, last couple of days ago or whatever i think it was like saturday or some shit but i was in such a fucking mental daze that mm-hmm. it just didn't happen but
3: yeah but now now you're feeling a little bit better
1: i'm feeling and better have
3: time so whenever it, his schedule it will happen yeah. I'm,
1: I'm gonna text him probably tomorrow and just figure out like when we can do it again and apologize because like dude it's but just you been can't a,
3: you can't help that it's
1: been a horrible week man like you know and uh you it's know like i really do suffer i i really do suffer but i come out of it sometimes and sometimes i don't you know what feels good? I'm throwing out work clothes. Because there was a whole fucking closet full of shit with that goddamn logo on it. I know. That I threw out. Did you
3: throw out the jacket that I liked? Oh yeah. I mean I threw you, it you out. can't you can't wear it anymore, obviously it's oh, yeah. a logo, but I, man, I liked that jacket.
1: That logo was great, but you know what well not the logo but the jacket was great. But you know what, man? I threw that shit out and it felt fucking amazing. And everything I threw out felt great because, like, I got the hat. No, everything is everything is gone. Everything is gone. I just don't give a fuck about that company. I never did. I I,
3: know.
1: I felt pride in the fact that I was helping a bigger cause, and I felt pride in the fact that I was getting credentials for helping the company grow. But man, fuck them!
3: Seriously, fuck them!
1: There was too much stress involved, and now I'm stress free.
3: You we stressed out every day. Every day. You weren't sleeping. So you much would, favoritism. Um, We would do podcasts where you would be on vacation and then go back and yeah. shit would be completely different at yeah. work. You literally had no idea what you were walking into from day to day. Constantly people talking behind each other's back. Yep. Like constant shit going on. Like constant shit going on. Right. Switching things up like without even a warning. Like you never knew anything And it was a constant like eggshells You were walking on So I think that this could be A good thing in the long run
1: Well the thing was It was like people that were In the favoritism of the higher ups Knew everything Mm -hmm. And they weren't important people But they were in the favoritism group So they knew everything And even though I was better than them they would know everything. And I'm like, well, what the fuck's going on? Well, I can't tell. It's like, shut the fuck up, you queer motherfucker. <laughs> and the weird shit was, was like one of the queer motherfuckers became my boss. And, oh
0: God,
3: and the funny
1: thing is, is like one of the queer motherfuckers
3: oh my God, stop had a that. crush.
1: He had a crush on one of our, our employees. employees yeah. yeah. And like, and it hasn't come out. But the guy was, like, flirting with him all the time and shit. It's like, dude, this is obvious as fuck, dude. It's a weird fucking... Like, I felt uncomfortable. did he
3: ask the kid to, like, sit on his lap and... Yeah, he said
1: said some weird shit. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking weird. That's sexual harassment right there. He said something about, like, playing for the other team to each person that was working that day. And I'm like, dude, this is getting fucking awkward, man. Like, I'm thinking to myself, this is fucking weird shit.
0: Yeah.
1: So, it was just crazy, man. And, like, you know... I have nothing against gay people. But if you're going to be gay, just fucking come out and say it. <laughs> just fucking come out and say it, man. But, like, just don't make it awkward for everyone else. You know, like... But if he I'm was married, there,
3: wasn't
1: he? He was married to a woman.
3: Yeah. Apparently.
1: But, I mean, I, like, maybe that's a cover-up because, like, people in the family just don't want like, to be the type embarrassed of, at the holiday times, you know? That's
3: the type of work environment that you, you yeah, were it was
1: just with. it was just weird. And then it was, it
3: was just constant... Weird. Um, you have to go and drive three hours away to do this. And yeah. then you have to, you know, your schedule got changed. And it was like, fuck yeah. that. I'm
1: just glad that's over with. And, like, and there was whatever. a bunch of we'll other weird shit. Like, I can really do like a three-hour podcast, if not more of all the weird fraudulent shit that went on in that company. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. But there was a lot, just a lot of weird shit. And, like, that whole weird thing was just one of the tip of the icebergs. Like, dude, I remember like, you
3: telling me about that. I'm like, oh, my I to- God. Like, I that is, home. like, serious sexual harassment. I came right home
1: I told you, I'm like, dude, like, this guy is really in love with this fucking employee of mine. And he's, like, my boss. And, then, and he's in love with this guy that is under me.
3: And then the woman before, the you had a manager before that. Yeah. Who would sneak off for hours? For with hours, with some dude,
1: and everyone else was saying like, "Hey, they're doing something like, like going yeah, on. whatever, whatever." And, and I always brush it off, brush it like, "Hey, man, maybe not, maybe not." And it was just weird because, like, if you're a man and you take a woman out for three hours or or, or less, or like like maybe like an hour and a half to two hours, or whatever, and you guys just go off on like a drive somewhere to do some business. Aren't people going to think that something's, something's going, going on, on. all something's... the time if it's only that person going with you? You know, well, the
3: th- but she was a manager. Yeah, taking out exactly. An employee, an
1: employee like every going out for yeah, it was like every day or every other day, even, and it was know. just multiple times a week. If you want to limit it to multiple times a week.
3: Like I can't. Like I, it was just. I'm just so like. I'm it so sucks. glad it to be out suck, of it. I, I'm glad but... to be
1: out of it because like I just don't. I just don't give a fuck about people's personal shit.
3: See, so you're finally able to say certain. Things I'm so
1: glad to be able. To, it feels great to rip this <laughs> big ass bandage off my chest right now, and I I'm feel never better. gonna. No, oh I do, but I'm not gonna say the company, I'm not gonna say people's names because like I do respect a lot of the people that I worked with, and like I had really good experiences there as well as bad ones, but.
3: And it was good money it was great money it It was
1: great money but you know what like money or happiness I'll take the the happiness all day the stress was just not enough for me and Mm -mm. when you have like gay dudes that are married to women that are (laughs) fucking in love with (laughs) fucking male people that work under people and it's like weird shit and eventually that's gonna come out and you got like women that are taking reps out and for hours and hours and it's like you have a cover for that shit like I it's just weird it's just weird and I'm happy that's over with, And man, at least but, you
3: don't have to get caught up in that.
1: Yeah, I don't you know? have to be caught in the middle anymore. Because
3: I'm telling you, like, that, it, it, one report, man. One and report shit and everyone,
1: everyone goes down for it. It so, was just fucking crazy shit, man. Whatever, that's I'm glad what? it's over. <laughs> because, whatever. Because, like, just imagine if I was bringing out a check every day. Mm-hmm. For an hour a day, and we were coming back, and people were, people would think and something people was going on, think,
3: and it was the same person. This, it's the
1: same person. Every it's the time. same yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. Every That's why I time. never Not brought different. a girl. I never brought a girl out. It was always me and a guy, because like people don't immediately think. At least you know, at least there they didn't think. Oh, some gay shit's going on. You know, yeah. But, but back then, if a if a woman took out a male every day, or a male took out the a woman every day, the same person. person, they're gonna think that's natural intuition of human being thoughts. You know, like they're gonna think something's going on,
3: and something started to go happen. Yeah, right? yeah, something weird was going was, on,
1: and a, a certain person was saying shit, and it it just became a thing, and it was like I had to say something like, "Hey, listen, people are saying this shit, so you got to stop doing this," you mm-hmm. know, and. It stopped.
3: But like, it brought more stress home to you. To then me, then you because would come home because then I would come upset, home with it and like, hey,
1: well, this why, is what I'm why, doing why, why are you starting these rumors? I'm not yep. starting these fucking rumors. This just been going on since before I came here. You fucking asshole. Yeah. It was just never brought to your attention because I'm a bigger person than that. And yeah, fuck that company and fuck those people, dude. Seriously, like, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about many of them.
3: Listen, the only thing I'm upset about, yeah, is what, pepper.
1: That? Pepper. Oh my god.
3: Pepper is gone. We will never see <sighs> Pepper again. No updates on Pepper. I will. We need to figure out.
1: I will get Pepper back.
3: No, you ain't. Well, you I ain't getting no damn Pepper back. Well,
1: if they want shit back, they're <laughs> going to get Pepper back. So that there's going to be a trade off. There's going to be like a Mexican standoff, like fucking The Walking Dead or. Wait, wait, wait what the hell was it? Uh, uh, Breaking oh. Bad. Where fucking Walter White was sitting there with a gun suicide. head and he's, I can get you 98% pure stuff Yeah. if you give me this money for Jesse. <laughs> no, you give me Pepper back and you get back your shit, motherfuckers, because I want this to be 100% Poor even. Poor Pepper. Has, has he
3: been fed? Has I he been no cleaned? I have no idea.
1: I have no idea, but it, it really hurts knowing what happens to Pepper.
3: Because you literally just bought that yeah. damn fish. I like just bought
1: that fish. And God damn it, I love that fish, but... We'll get more fish.
3: It's okay because I do like in the future. I do have an idea of. um, I think a fish tank would be amazing Mm -hmm. in this house, Mm -hmm. especially for Jenna. I think I think it would be really really cool and fun to see. I think so. So uh, obviously it can't be betas because you can only have one.
0: Yeah,
3: but uh, I I would love to get a fish tank in this house. And I, I we thought about it at one point a couple years ago, but then. We kind of stopped talking about it, and Our then you bought. Poor Wolfie's
1: it. like pepper.
3: I know, but it. Sherry's gonna be upset too. I he, know. People are gonna be upset. Like you don't think this fish is a big deal? No, people I love.
1: No, fish. I. You don't think so? I love this fish. I took care of it. I was like one of two people that took. Care I know of this you kept
3: sending time. me pictures every yeah. time you were cleaning the bowl and stuff. It was
1: me and one other guy took care of this fish, so may, maybe I'll message the other guy and be like, "Hey, dude, steal pepper, bring it to me, and we'll maybe exchange information and be done with it." <laughs> So keep Pepper alive, guys. Pe- Wolf keep is Pepper willing alive. to
3: fight whoever kills Pepper. No,
1: so. no, Wolf. Wolf, that there's nothing left for that person who kills Pepper, my friend.
3: No, uh, so but, hopefully, hopefully Pepper's yeah. doing good. You do have one person that you can ask. One person I can ask. So, so we'll we'll get in touch with him and and ask how Pepper's doing because I I would like to know. Yeah. We need updates, and then we got to figure out a situation yeah. for this house for Fish.
1: But, yeah, man, until then, we are very happy people. Like, like I lost my job, and everything is great. Like, we're very happy now, and we had a couple <laughs> bad days.
0: We, we had a couple great. bad
1: days, but everything is good because, like, I'm not stressed anymore. And I don't have to go to a job where you have to deal with bullshit so politics you, and corporate crap. And
3: So, let me ask you yeah, this. Yeah, go ahead. What, were you upset this whole past like five days or so because of the unknown or like what was it because once you you literally got the phone call today that like you were done yeah like, it, it you can't come back it was pretty much the it's unknown It that's it so like in that and surprisingly to me because it surprised me that you officially being done like made it made me happy. happy it made me happy when like i like because i was holding out hope like yeah. please for the love of god like you I, know I please keep, don't let that happen
1: in my head, like, I have a million different scenarios going on at all times, right? Right. So, in my head, I was I was thinking, if I go back, am I going to be uh, unhappy going back because of this shit? Right. So, I really didn't want to go back. But I didn't want to be told, hey, you're coming back, but you're going to have to deal with the shadow above you the whole time. Okay. So, the fact that, like, I was told, like, hey, this is it. You're done. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I talked to my area manager, and he was cool. I was cool with him, and, you know, like, we always had a mutual respect thing with each other, and we told each other exactly how we oh, felt. Yeah, you guys
3: it. were friends. Like, you gave him oh, football yeah. tickets yeah. and stuff. Oh, like yeah, you guys got we were off.
1: really cool. We were really cool with each other, and mm-hmm. and uh and he always left it, and, and he left the door open. like, hey, text me if you need some advice or whatever, and I was like, oh, cool, same thing, you know, we can talk.
3: Okay, because uh, I, I was curious about that, because, yeah. like, it, all right. But,
1: like, the fact is, is, like, we had closure, With this whole thing. I've been with the company for seven years. And I gave everything. And everything I did was for that company. Nothing was ever for personal gain. It was always for that company. And uh, the fact that it's over now. I'm fine with it. Because like now it's over. And the bullshit. The politics. The corporate games. The mind fucks. And Mm -hmm. just dealing with people on a regular basis. And bills. And explanations. and, 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 And devices and shit. And helping people with dumb shit. I'm done with it, and I'm the happy. The line out
3: the door yeah. before the store opens. You hated yeah, that, too. And
1: I'm happy with that. I am yeah. happy being done. And the fact that we have at least five months worth of just doing nothing. Like, we could take a five-month vacation and chill the fuck out without worrying about shit is cool. But we're not going to take that long, obviously, but we do have that yeah, we, much time. we did time, some work so today. <laughs> I don't want people to worry about us because, like, we do have time. We have plenty of time. We have mm-hmm. at least half a year's worth of time to not do shit. Except for podcast. And, you know, like, nothing will change. So, I don't want people to worry about us. But, you know, like, the first couple of days We were was, set
3: up. We... we yeah, we're this very year set up. was... We caught up. Yeah. And... Jesus Christ, thank God we did. <laughs> yeah. We caught up. Yeah. And, and, like, that that's, that's helping us in this situation. Yeah. Like, it is... I swear to God. It's like some weird... Yeah. fate type thing. Something is that, like,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. We
3: did that mm-hmm. and like now yeah. w- when you lost your job like okay well we're not yeah. shit out of luck. We're okay. Some, like if Something we had
1: weird happened.
3: Absolutely nothing to yeah. our name like I would have been stressing out.
1: Me too but we're not stressed so, out and we have at least half a year right now of not having to do shit no, we, but just we drink and podcast and got. we're good
3: mm-hmm.
1: so we're not worried we're not stressed about anything else like i was more hurt and upset about losing a job that i had for seven years and my reputation and shit like that that i had but whatever man like i got the call today and everything is fine as far as like my reputation goes so i'm good with it and i can find a job tomorrow but i'm gonna take a couple of weeks because i kind of want to chill I think the fuck you deserve
3: out it. Without, I do deserve it without stress on,
1: and sleepless nights.
3: I have to say, even on vacations, yeah, you were stressed out the whole time. The whole time, my, my phone was ringing. You were constantly being called. Yeah, which which happens in management. Yeah. Like people yeah. understand that. Yeah. But like, also, when you got home or got back to work after the vacation, something was always different. There was always yep. something weird. Someone yep. was always pissed off. Someone was always like Some, something always right. happened. Yes, it yeah. was weird. Every fucking time you were on vacation, so. Like, this is a good time to just take, like, one yeah. or two weeks to just sit here and chill out and no stress. And then we'll, as soon as the kids go back to school, which is, yeah. I think, January first, 6th.
1: First week of January, we're going to get we'll back be, to grinding yeah, again. We'll but we'll we still have at least five months after that to not have to worry about shit. So, we're I'm good nice
0: with
1: question. it. Yep. So, it's not like we're hurting. We're fine. Don't worry about, you know, us at all because we're going to keep putting out podcasts. And I'm going to keep going grinding. And that's what I said. The most dangerous thing is a nerd with time, and I got plenty of time.
3: I know. Someone seriously, someone needs to help me.
1: Interviews, clapping it out. There's going to be a ton of more interviews, a lot more sponsors. So get ready for those uh, manscaped or whatever ads are going to come out next. A lot more money to be made, and there's going to be a lot more shit happening for you guys out there.
3: No more clapping. Seriously. Yeah,
1: you're going to get clapped out don't, so much.
3: I just don't want it, man. I don't well, want listen, it. You've gotten clapped happen. out so much in the last, last two months. Like, it's gonna I can't happen. Happen It's going to
1: happen more now because I'm home more now, and we're going to figure this thing out together, my dear, my love, the apple <laughs> of my eye. Dude, we are we are <laughs> going to continue this podcast on the flip side because like we've got a little bit over an hour we don't want to go too much more than this because like we want to give a sample and give more people more time <gasps> to find us on Voices Voice of Misery dot Podbean dot com. Listen, Voices of Misery. you can't
3: wait for the Voices of Misery Pornhub channel.
1: Well, there will be one because, like, I've done enough porn interviews that I could probably oh, open my please, own porn up, general. Oh, please, for the channel, fucking
3: God, don't do that.
1: Well, you know what? We'll see what happens. But until then, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, you can catch us on the flip side. You've got the control of the mouse. You in that button, and we'll see you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Later. Catch us on the rest. All right. Twenty-one
3: participants.
2: Oh, sorry hey everyone this is stevie richards i'm here to tell you you don't necessarily need all this equipment to get in the best shape of your life all you need is this a resistance band i'm so proud to offer the 12-week resistance band training program the most affordable accessible workout program out there and what do i mean by accessible you can do it anywhere and by anywhere i mean anywhere The 12-week resistance band training program also offers full overview videos, instructions for each and every exercise, as well as modifications for those exercises. We also offer an amazing support community through a closed Facebook group created by the users of the 12-week resistance band training program, as well as direct email support with me. So join all the other inspirational stories and testimonials and get the 12-week resistance band training program. And remember, if you have any questions, feel free to email me, stevierichardsfitness at gmail.com. Thank you. God bless you. And remember, I'm here every step of the way to help you through this fitness journey.
1: We're back. And thank you, Stevie Richards, our good friend of the show, man, for throwing that Stevie Richards fitness commercial out there. And thank you for giving us an interview. And uh, why the hell weren't you there?
3: What do you mean? Why was I? There? I know, I
1: know, I know.
3: First of all, I can't even believe you got through that interview.
1: Well, it took me a long time. <clears throat> hyperventilating and puking and. No, like not puking, hyperventilating, but I was very nervous.
3: No, I, you weren't. I don't think you were. You were, like. Very not depressed. Not in the mood. Yeah, you were depressed. So, I was very I, depressed, like, I, I gave you props for pulling that off.
1: Persevering and it had nothing to do with our guest. I was very excited no. to talk to him, but it was just, like, a really horrible time in my personal life where. Like, good things happen when bad things happen, and sometimes the bad things that happen can overpower the good things that are happening, and something well, great happens. I've
3: said several yeah. times that <clears throat> once you hit rock bottom, like, really, yeah. there's nowhere to go but up.
1: So it's like so, I'm talking to, like, a fucking bucket list person of mine, and it's like, oh, I was on such a high, but such see, a now, low happened before then.
3: Now when you say bucket list, it doesn't bother me so much, because
1: yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you're feeling well, a little well, bit I'm better glad. today. <laughs> But, like, I was talking to a bucket list person, and, you know, like, I was feeling really high, but then something really bad happened, so I was feeling really low, and it was, like, a really horrible time to do that interview, but it came out great, man, and I hope the next time we talk, because Stevie did say he's welcome to talk to us again, so, you know, like, we can do another conversation where there's no stress or anything on on our side, because he was great, but it was our side, I think it was a little bit lacking, because, like, you weren't there, and I was stressed out, and it was just more of like a thing where I was just kind of just trying to tie up some loose ends at that point, you know, and yeah, people can, don't. Can we understand. talk about like yeah, that? Ahead.
3: That every time you left the house, like I had to be in the car with you to make sure nothing happened.
1: Yeah, you were, you were really worried about me, and I appreciate like, that. Like,
3: <clears throat> I think you even said it one time. I think you said it to Sammy, like I need my chaperone to come with. <laughs> yeah, come out of the house with me. Yeah, like seriously, like I, I was not leaving your side at all. I mean, so, like,
1: how open do you want to be on this one?
3: We can be as open as your like. This is your right. thing. So, we can be as open as you are willing so, to be.
1: So I was really depressed, and uh, after I lost my job, and I felt like I failed with the family, and I failed you, and I was really like doing like a retrospective of my own head because like I live my own head a lot of times. <clears throat> so I felt like I really let you guys down, and uh, I was searching the internet like I always do. And I was in my own head, and I found, a like, like a website. And I'm not going to give the website's name away because I respect those people there, and I respect their decisions and what they do. But they talk a lot about, like, taking your own life, right? And uh, I was reading their form the first night that this thing happened, and I was like, all right, well, you know, like, this isn't for me. And then the more I read their stories, I'm like, these people are really... Like, can care about each other. There's like a compassion. There's people that I can kind of relate to because they have the same mental issues that I have. <clears throat> so I signed up for the forum. And then, 24 hours after you sign up for that forum, and after five posts or whatever, you can make your own post. And I signed up, and then the next day I was able to talk to people and shit, and I made my own posts. And it's just one of those things where, like, you kind <clears> of <throat> just meet like minded people, and it doesn't have to be a positive thing. Because for some people, positive is subjective, you know. And positive might be like scoring a touchdown in a high school football game. Or some people might think positive is ending your own life because you hate your life. And there is no way to kind of give currency to one or the other because for each person it's different, right? So at the point of my life where I was at, at that moment, I felt like I wanted to do a horrible thing to myself.
3: To the point where you ordered shit off
1: Yeah, I ordered shit offline, and it was because of this website that I found. Like, they had a set-out plan. Like, hey, this is the painless way to end your life.
0: hmm
1: And I went on this website, and I found the perfect solution. Quote-unquote, perfect solution. And everything matched up. And I found everything I needed to, to find, and I spent a little bit of money online. Like, not much. It was like 40 bucks or something like that. And it got delivered to the house.
3: <clears throat> Which I hid.
1: Yeah, you did. <clears throat> and I woke up in the morning, it got delivered, I was freaking out because it wasn't there, and I'm like, where is it, where is it? You know, and like, you finally, uh, you know, kind of gave it up, I guess. And, uh, you know, like, against your own will, obviously, you know, like, I was kind of pissed off, and I was like, where the hell is it? But, you know, like, this is weird to talk about on air, because see, it's I do really hard see, to it revisit this. It. it
3: shouldn't, it, it, well, obviously it's hard to revisit it, but I don't think we should... Sugarcoat it because no, other people no, out shouldn't. there. Because
1: people out there may be listening and having a hard time with their gone, own lives. Yeah,
3: yeah, have, have felt this way, and I guarantee, like there's, yeah. there's people out there like you, right, that mm-hmm. have gone through this or felt this way or yeah. looked into. And stuff. I'm not
1: ashamed to talk about it. I really don't and give a fuck about I what people think.
3: Guarantee some of those people. I'm not saying yeah. all those people, but some. I'm just of those trying people, to help people
1: at this point. I'm trying to help people.
3: I guarantee some of those people yeah. have like a significant yeah. other or whatever yeah. that is also with them. Yep. Yeah. That doesn't know what the fuck to do because like yeah. i seriously i was at i didn't know what the fuck to do because yeah. so that's did, all you you talked about
1: literally everything that a, a perfect spouse would do
3: that it, that was just like you were checking nightmare. in on me
1: every hour on the hour Ugh. you were coming in the room because i was laying in bed and i was a comatose human being and i was just and laying the, in bed
3: here's the thing i do need to say this if we didn't have kids or dogs yeah I would have been, been in this bed yeah. until you got out. Yeah, well, Th- I mean, like, no I way. never
1: blamed you for leaving the room, and no, I said that.
3: I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, like, for people
1: that are like, oh, well, why would you the whole time? Yeah, like, yeah.
3: why did she only check once an hour? Because like, people do pick at
1: every word that's yeah. said, and I'm not blaming And I was the victim in this whole thing, and you were the person taking care of me, and I don't blame you, because we have kids and dogs right. that take and I, precedence. and I was trying
3: yeah. to act yeah. outside of this bedroom yeah. that everything was okay and everything yeah. was normal for the kids yeah. you know so it was man so, very tough and I'm mean, I'm glad we kind of turned like yeah. a small corner hopefully we yeah.
1: stay this way but so what happened was like I was in bed the entire day for like 3 or 4 days straight mm-hmm. and what happened was like you would come in once an hour on the hour and check on me and I was reading the suicide forum every day, nonstop, all day, every day. Yeah, And I was studying this one tactic that would make it painless to get rid of me. And for some reason, (laughs) I felt like that was the only option, right? And I was freaking out, man. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was freaking out and I'm like, shit, I'm scared to do this, but I feel like this is the only option. And you were asking me why. I'm like, because I feel like that's the only way to do it. And we were talking and talking and talking, and we we shed many tears, and we held each other for a lot of time, and
3: because you were at the point where you weren't listening, like I was saying things, I couldn't. But I know, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not knocking you for any of it. Like when you're in that mental state or whatever, yeah. like that you can't hear certain things. But like I was literally sitting there, like, well, this is what we're going to do, step by step, and like yep. we'll be fine. We've been here before. We're, we're in a better spot now, but, like, you weren't in the mental state to hear anything I yeah. was saying, and it wasn't working. So, like, it, I, like, I was at a loss. I had no fucking clue what the fuck to do.
1: So what I did was <clears> I found <throat> this website, and I'm not going to give away the website because I feel like, and I'm going to go into that website soon. But, like, they gave me step-by-step instructions, and it wasn't a bad site, and I'm going to go more into that soon. But I ordered the things that they said that, you know, like to order to make your life, you know, end pleasantly. And I ordered it and I was like, you know what, I'm ready for this and this is what I want. Because like in a certain bipolar state of mind, you want something and that's all you want. And people can try to talk you out of it. And there's good people out there in this world that tried to talk me out of it. Like you were one of them. And I told you multiple times, like, I wish I would have said this to you and this and that other thing. And we had conversations that we're going to keep private. Yeah. But other people, and I'm not ashamed to say it, like Big Ray reached out to me multiple times, and he's a great guy, and I love him to death.
3: And I'm so glad he did, because I yeah. felt like I was alone trying yeah. to trying to bring you yeah. out of it, and I and yeah. it wasn't working. So I'm glad that other people started reaching out, because like, I didn't know what to do.
2: Even
1: Matt Schaffer, <coughs> who reached out this morning. You and know, those
3: like, are the two people I told you yeah, to, reach to reach out, out to. to. Yeah. And you're like, no, I can't.
1: And Matt Schaffer reached out to me this morning at like 3 o'clock, because he knows what time I'm up. Because, like, we've had conversations at this time in the morning because, like, Mm -hmm. we both can't sleep with the bipolar shit. And, you know, he reached out to me and we talked for a while. And, you know, like, it did help to talk to someone. Mm -hmm. But there was a certain person out there on the suicide forum that I talked to. And this person reached out to me out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And what they said was, hey, don't do this. And it's like, I've never talked to anyone on here before. I felt compelled to reach out to you because of your story. And when you're feeling a certain mental way, like, you have to put your story out there somewhere, right? And I threw it out there on, on this special forum. And the person reached out to me and they said, hey, I just want to just talk to you. And we talked. And we talked all night long. Like, multiple messages and, mul- and message and messages and message, Told them my situation. And, like, they made me feel better. And so I feel like I owe my life to them. Because, like, sometimes talking to a complete stranger who is completely, you know, like, not in the equation. Like, you obviously want me to live because we have kids together, right?
3: No, why? Why? See, and that aggravates me that you say it like that. Well, well,
1: the thing is, like, you're not letting me finish. Because, like, we talk. We've been together for 15 years, right? Right. So, obviously, you want me to live because you want me here for you and for the kids. Obviously, right? Because
3: I love you. Of
1: course. Well, but the thing is, is, like, Big Ray, a guy that I've never met in person. Like, we've talked a lot off- camera and off air and you know like he loves me like a brother and I love him like a brother obviously right but we never met but there's a third party who I've never met before who has no kind of like interaction or relationship at all with me is trying to help me and it's like that third party might mean more at that moment because they don't know you and the way the bipolar brain works is like you you don't want to hear what you need to hear you want to hear what you want to hear at some points. And it's, it's, it's just a weird fucking thing to wrap your head around when you're bipolar. So this person helped me out a lot. And I'm going to have them on the podcast, hopefully, because like I, I, I did ask and I said, <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I kind of got out of this whole mindset and I want you to come on the show to kind of tell people how you helped me get out of this because I want other people to be helped the same way that I was helped because I don't want people to go down this path
3: which is why I think it's a good thing that you're opening up about it yeah. because I guarantee to, you yeah. a lot of people out there have felt this way at one point in their life yeah. or another yeah. or might be struggling yep. now yep you know so I think it, that's why I like the podcast because you yeah. can you can say something and you might actually help somebody
1: I was on that path they don't like, feel like so I have alone. this shit in my house that mm-hmm. could kill me right now like I could mix a drink right now and die in my sleep tonight but I'm not <sighs> going to do it God, and I the don't. thing is like I'm not gonna say the name of what it is and or how to do it because I don't want people to do this because if I was gonna do it I would do it alone. And I was just so down and out that I really wanted to do you it. You
3: had like a fucking this I is had what a plan. was so freaky. Number yeah. one, you ordered it when I was sleeping. Yeah. So I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. I know. Number two, you had a step by step plan of how you were gonna do what day I it, I of you off to do yeah. it. I knew it. And um Like, where you were going to go and what Mm -hmm. I needed to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I was so fucking scared shitless that I didn't know. Seriously, freaking the fuck out. And you refused to let me call anybody.
1: Well, the thing is, it's like, I didn't want you to be an accomplice. So I did record a video (sighs) where I cleared you of all shit and everyone else that I came accomplished with or, or... like, talk to or whatever. I don't
3: think people understand like the, yeah. the hell that has been the last This few days. was
1: serious shit and I was really down and out. And like the thing is like people don't know how amazing of a person that you are.
3: <sighs> see, I, and I don't like, that's not, really, see I don't feel like that. I feel like I just, no, I, no.
1: no, no, like you did everything I asked you to do and that's all that someone in my position needed. <sighs> obviously, you know, like I needed help and you were the perfect rock to my stone yes, or whatever yeah, the hell you want to call it. Ugh, but you, but you did help me out and I felt like shit man and like I was waiting for this thing to come and it was supposed to come you this morning. You kept trying to
3: kick me out of the house too.
1: I was trying to tell you to go to your dad's house because I didn't want you guys to be observant or you know accomplices to whatever yeah. the hell I did to myself. Ugh. And, I, I, was I, down, hit and fucking, I was
3: down. I was down. I hit knives yeah, in this house. Yeah, you did. You hit everything. Like, like, you hit everything in the house. You I were, would catch you t- sneaking a knife into the yep. room, and I'm and like, you oh, come in fuck, and get it when I no. fell asleep
1: for like five minutes or whatever, because like, I was passing out for like small micro-sleeps.
3: Like, this was like, this yeah. is the worst it has ever been. We've been together a long time. I've yeah. never seen it like this. Yeah. This is the first time I think I was that fucking scared. Where I cried. I was watching everything you did.
1: I cried multiple times a day. <gasps> Because I was so afraid of the outcome of whatever that was going to happen, and just shit in general, man. And like that's the thing about us; like we're very open. We don't give a fuck. We really don't. So we're no, gonna be because open. because
3: this could help somebody. So I don't. I, I really
1: want to help people. You know,
3: like it, exactly. It, it took a few days, but like something happened. You had that phone call, and you I had feel a phone call now.
1: with my old area manager, and we had a good conversation. And it was like you know, this is like a mutual parting of the companies.
3: But that and made you feel better. Like it there, made me feel good. Like it gave light. me a
1: sense of closure.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where I was like, you know what? Like everything I did was for the company and for the people I worked for, and everyone else is like good to go, and I'm happy I don't work there anymore. So it was like we all got what we wanted. Like everyone got where they wanted to be, and I got out of the company because I really didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Because I really fucking hated that company, as far as like just being there, the secrets and the lies. Like it wasn't my personality to be there anyway. So just getting out was great, but it was a real couple of days of hell, man. And I remember waking up this morning. I woke up this morning and I checked my email and I saw that the package was delivered. I can't believe it didn't
3: wake me up. I, I really.
1: Well, I freaked out. I I woke up twice. And both times I went outside. The first time I went outside, I'm like, "Where's this package?" I looked in the front porch; it wasn't there. The second time, I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm just laying there in bed. I'm sh- like, my legs are kicking and my arms are shaking. I'm like, right, well, let me go out there. It had and come find the, it.
3: the day before, yeah, like, early in the morning. Like yeah, I- <laughs> but the email
1: came late, mm-hmm. so I'm like, "All right, well, let me go out there." I checked the mailbox. It was pouring rain. I put my robe on. My robe was soaked. My socks were soaked. Everything. I checked that. I looked all around the house. Like where the fuck is? This? Someone took it. Someone took it. And I'm like in the morning. I'm gonna fucking call this company. I'm gonna find who the fuck took this package. I was freaking out. And then about an hour after I laid back in bed, you woke up and I said, "Did did you take it?" And you said, "Yeah." And then I was like, "Give me it." And
3: well, yeah. it, it took me hours to give yeah. it back to you. But like, yeah, I I, I I we went grocery shopping. I think it. I think that's what we did mm-hmm. that day. And you were having a meltdown in the car. You were having yeah. a meltdown driving home. I was freaking out. And so you told me and Jenna to get back in the house so you yeah. could have a moment to yourself in the car. Yeah, and I did. And while you were in the car, and I was walking up with Jenna to the house. The package was there. And I'm like, motherfucker. I was really hoping it was going to get lost in the mail. Because I, you had told me that this shit was coming.
0: Yeah.
3: And uh, you weren't paying attention. Thank God. And I took it, and I freaking... And I hit it. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck this. And I didn't even let you know that it came. Like, no, I'm not mm-hmm. even going to fucking say nothing. Well, I hit it, and like, whatever. Like, I had shit hidden all over the
1: You're a good woman. <laughs> okay? But I was, freaking yeah. the, I was freaking the fuck out, man. And the fact that we're being so open, I'm hoping it really does help someone out there. Because, like, I really had everything And I'm to, hoping to they have this. someone to
3: watch over them. Because, yeah. like, God. Like, if we weren't here... I, had, I wasn't here. You know, I don't know what I think. You, oh, I don't think what, what you'd what be happened? here. I don't think you'd I'm be not. here.
1: I had the anti um, reflex the acid yeah. reflux pills. I had the anti whatever the fuck inflammatory things. I had the anti pain pills. Like I had everything to make this a peaceful death. Oh
0: god!
1: And I, and I was ready for it, man. Like I was ready. I had it planned out, and today would have been the perfect day to do it. I know. As far as, like, I was concerned a couple days ago. Like, I was ready for a rainy day with a nice, you know, rain pelting on the car in the backseat where I just kind of drifted off to sleep and just died. And the people that I talked to on this forum, and let me just go about to talk about the forum for a minute here. You hate it, but I think it might have been the most beautiful thing I ever found on the Internet because, like, these people were not only supportive of people that were trying to transition into the next life. For whatever reason. But they were also people that were trying to talk other people out of it.
3: See, but I didn't know that either. Yeah. Because when you started telling me about it... And the, you, people can hear it from the last podcast. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah, I know. I didn't like that form because you were telling me all the negative stuff. Yeah. Oh, these people are supporting. They're supporting me for wanting to do this. I'm like, fuck that. Like, well, get they off are. that site.
0: Yeah. Like,
3: it, that's a nightmare. I'm trying to get you to not do that. I don't need these freaking idiots out there telling you how to do it. Yeah. Like that pissed me off.
1: Well, but they like, were supportive. But like, thank it's God very that one beautiful. person
3: freaking came out of nowhere.
1: Like, it's a beautiful thing as well because like someone reached out to me and they sent me a private message because I asked a lot of questions about the whole method of me going to sleep for good. And uh, they said to me, they said, "Hey, why are you doing this?" And I don't want you to do this. I don't know why I felt compelled to reach out to you, but I did. And they were trying to talk me out of it the whole time, like, hey you're stupid, don't do this. Talk to your wife, talk to your kids, blah 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 blah. And
3: you know, like, what did I do? Yeah, exactly. I before that even happened, I kept trying to get you out of the room. Yeah. To be out there exactly. with me and the kids. And exactly. every time you went near the kids, like you yeah. would start crying and you had to run in back into the bedroom. Because, <clears throat> I, I don't know, it was
1: People just, don't understand what mental illness is. It's not like a fucking thing like, oh, well, this guy's a faggot. He's crying. Like, no, no like, it's something like, you this can't some control. Serious, it was serious. Serious shit. Serious shit. And uh, the person that reached out to me on the internet, like, went through it. And I'm like, well, why are you here? Why are you on this forum? And they said, well, I can't tell you. And I still don't know why they were on there. But the fact that we met well, each other... they obviously
3: had issues, too, and yeah, now they're helping people. Yeah,
1: but the fact that we met <laughs> each other and talked that helped me tremendously. And I really hope to have that person on the podcast because I did say, Hey, look, you helped me out tremendously because I would have done this sooner if it wasn't for you. Because for some reason, hearing something for someone that you never met before means a lot more because it's someone that you'd never met before. Someone impartial. And it does help. And, uh, for people out there that really feel like they're at the end of the rope, man, like don't feel like you're there because like, there's always someone that can help you. And, I think we could be those people, hopefully, you know, that can help someone. So if you guys ever want to reach out to someone that you may feel somewhat disconnected to, but connected to at the same time, it's uh, Voices of Misery podcast at gmail.com. You can always reach out to us. And uh, at Voices of Misery on Twitter, you can always reach out and we'll try to answer your questions as best as possible and try to help you out because I've been through the Men like multiple times now and, this has probably been the lowest I've ever been. And no, I think it's not probably.
3: It. This, this I've never seen yeah. this in the 15 years we've been together. I've never, yeah. ever seen this. So th- well, this is the lowest. I
1: would like to think I'm out of it now, but maybe not. I, I don't know what's next. But like I, I, I feel like I'm out of it. So that's a good sign. But, I mean, this whole thing sucked. It really did. It, it really sucked ass. And uh, I hope this is the end of it. But I do. I, but I really do want to give a shout-out to that forum because, like, it, it was beautiful. Like, people would really post things like, hey, listen, like, oh, well, you took this drink. And the people would describe how they're feeling as they're taking that drink. I know. And then they would disappear. And then they, and then their name would get crossed off the message board because, like, they're, they're That's gone.
3: That's not okay to me.
1: Well, the thing is, is, like, you really feel like you're alone when you want to die.
3: Oh, and Lord. if people
1: are there supporting you, like saying, "Hey, listen, we're here for you. If you do or don't do it. We're still here for you." I, I that's get something that. that people but need. that's just like I mean—that's something that people need. Yeah. And I get it. And it's a beautiful thing because like people are giving themselves to you in their final moments, and you're giving your support to them. It's a beautiful thing. At least I think so. Hmm. So the fact that that happens, and there's a forum or a discussion place where people can just give themselves all. You, know, like, you
3: always seem to find these fucked up forums, man.
1: I do. But, you like, know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't just, know
3: how you do, it, but you I fucking think, do.
1: I think it's a beautiful thing, you know. And uh, I was saved from one of them. So, there you go. Anyway, do you want to talk about something light? Because we've been talking about this for a while now. We were watching Home Alone before we came in this room.
3: <sighs> Listen... Don't be knocking Home Alone. I, I'm afraid about what you're gonna say because it's one of my top three favorite holiday movies. So
1: I'm not gonna knock Home Alone as far as a movie because I thought it was a great movie.
3: Can I just say I know we're gonna talk about Home Alone, Duh. but I have not seen the Santa Claus and I have not seen Elf on
1: oh, when the
3: fuck are they on?
1: I'm sure they're both on plenty of times. We just don't really surf the channels much.
3: When? Because I'm getting pissed off. I haven't seen either one, and Christmas is in two days.
1: I don't think we search the channel much, but the thing is is like with Home Alone, like where's the logic at with those movies?
3: What do you mean where's the logic at? I, I mean it, like, it's hilarious, it's funny.
1: Not the kids traps, but with the adults involved with the kid. Cuz there was a couple scenes in the movie that really kind of made me think a couple times like all right, so he went to the supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, here's Tide, here's this and that. And, oh, and here's army toys for the kids and the and and the cashier's like, "Where's your parents at?" And he's like, well, do you think my parents would ever let me come here without my, you know... Well, yeah, or, but that made sense. Whatever. But, yeah. And then, like, she gave him a weird look. I was like, so why are you so nosy, bitch? And if you were so concerned, why didn't you call somebody? Like, hey, well, there's a kid here paying, Or walk
3: him out to his car.
1: Hey, Or do something, yeah. yeah. So, like, where's the logic at there, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then the other logic is, like, all right, so this fucking guy shows up to your house with pizza... And he's in your house, Joe Pesci, in the beginning of the movie. And he's, like, you know, standing around, like, casing the joint and shit, you know? Oh, well, this is the place I'm going to rob. And then Kevin McAllister, right? The only kid in the house that gets left behind. Why was he left behind? Do you think they subconsciously wanted to leave him behind? What? Because he was an asshole. Dude. was an asshole. Kevin was an asshole. Kevin was an asshole. Do you think they did that on purpose?
3: No, they didn't do it on purpose. Have you watched the movie? I have
1: watched the movie, and I think he was an asshole.
3: They didn't do it on purpose. Then why they do it twice? Well, because the second time, um, what happened? He he followed the the guy in the trench coat. Yeah, had the same trench coat and same haircut as his father. He saw him from the back, and he followed the wrong guy in the wrong direction. That they didn't leave him behind the second time. He got on the wrong plane. The airline attendant yeah. should have checked. You know, she he walked on the plane and he's just like, oh yeah, that's my dad over there. Even though he didn't see the face. Yeah. She didn't walk him up to the father. Didn't send him down.
1: So how about this?
3: So, no. Like, your logic All is right. stupid. All right.
1: So how about you pretend that you're the cashier at that supermarket, right? And some kid Samantha's age shows up. It's like, hey, I'm just bringing out these groceries, and you're like, all right, well, here's the total, and then she pulls out cash from her pocket, and you're like, wait, where's your parents at, kid? Oh, they're back there; they're doing something else. You know, like what? Like well, would you think to like watch the kid a little bit? Like I think right, things
3: so. are a little bit different now. This came out in the '90s. Yeah. <clears throat> um, at this point, like, if I was a cashier right now. I'd probably get the bagger to be like, help this kid out to, yeah. to the car. Like, immediately, that's what I would do. Yeah. Like, he's saying the parents are in the car. Go make sure that he's getting in the car well, with So someone. it was a
1: decade then. I,
3: I would think so. Because I believe that was early 90s, right? 94? It was like
1: 91, 90-ish. <clears throat> yeah, yeah,
3: so, I don't know. But my problem with that movie, mm-hmm. and I said it to you earlier, this has always been my problem, is the neighbor... Yeah. The scary neighbor, who really wasn't scary...
1: But he knew everything was going saw,
3: on. ...saw him buying a toothbrush at the the corner store. Yeah. Saw him at the church, both times by himself. Um, Knew... He had to have known that the family was gone. Oh, he definitely knew. Because all the people that were in the house one day, and then they all piled into a van the next day, and Kevin... He definitely knew. I mean, and nothing happened. And then he rescued him at the very end of the first movie. That so dumb it was fuck. Just like, why do he you was added, call someone? He
1: was added to be the quote unquote bad guy, but the thing was, was like that movie didn't have a secret bad guy. We knew who the bad guys were. Right. We knew it was Joe Pesci and the other guy, who the fuck he was.
3: I still don't know his name, but he is my favorite uh, part was, of that movie. He was movie. very
1: funny, but you had those two bad guys, and then you had the old guy who you knew wasn't bad. So like mm-hmm. they they basically like were being secretive about who the bad guy was when they were clearly drawn out who the bad right. guys were.
3: I, I just that he was my only problem with it because like as a neighbor, huge
1: problem. Yeah, you're right. Huge number problem. one, older. Yeah,
3: older people. And no offense, don't take offense. Very but nosy. Older people seem to look was, out the windows. He was a nosy
1: because he knew what was going on. Yeah,
3: he knew. He knew. He knew. And then like like I said, the store and and the freaking goddamn yeah. church. Like come on, and he why knew.
1: else would he show up at the end with a shovel in his hand, sneaking in the house to beat Sneaky, these two guys
3: up? Yes. Yeah he knew that he knew what was going on exactly so like hello like were you just maybe he was just watching over the house all 24 7 like all night long it until just the parents made came no back. sense
1: no I logic there
3: i don't know and
1: the thing was was like i mean i know it was early 90s but like why couldn't kevin call the cops like hey these guys are coming to my house come check me out i,
3: I probably because he was Afraid of what would happen to him because he was home alone.
1: I mean, they're with not gonna, no parents. I mean, like, they're not gonna lock him um, behind bars, they're he gonna did, take care of him.
3: He did call and say that his house was across the street, yeah, and that's where the cops arrested yeah. the, the guys, but like, that's probably why he didn't want, he probably didn't understand what the cops would do to him. Like, take him, would they take him away? And because his parents were there, I don't know,
1: I guess, maybe.
3: You See, you, you, my only problem was the old man.
1: The old like, man was but, a huge problem, <laughs> a, problem. A huge plot twist. Because, like, the old man, like, was just looking at him evilly and shit. But it's like, maybe that was how Kevin interpreted the guy looking yeah, at him. Yeah,
3: because that's how he interpreted the, um, The old guy, like, he thought he burner, was an evil person. The, what the hell was the
1: uh, The bird chick in part no. two. The, no. The, the, the,
3: the No. Um, the thing in the basement. What is that? Oh,
1: yeah. The Freddy Krueger arm or whatever. The, the burner. burner. Yeah, the what burner. What is yeah. That? yeah, yeah, the burner. The furnace.
3: The furnace. Thank you. Like, because, like, he interpreted stuff like that that was scary. Because yeah, he was so. a kid, obviously, so... But, yeah, like, I don't know. that He was my only problem with it. I love that movie. But, like, that old man should have, like, why don't you come over and stay with me until your yeah. your parents get back?
1: Exactly. So, or, hey, man, like, I know yeah. what happened. I saw what happened. Can he come stay at the house? Of course. But w- what about the fact that every trap that Kevin laid happened to be exactly where I don't care. the prisoners it, landed?
3: We did we did complain about that the other night when we were watching. Because we've watched that a couple times. Yeah. And, uh, like, he had, like, the little, the cars and the broken ornaments and stuff. Right, right at the foot of stuff, yeah. Right underneath the um the window. And, like, how did he know that the tall, skinny one was, was going to not climb, have shoes on? Yeah. No shoes. It Climb through the window and step on all that stuff.
1: All those fucking ornaments. Because the thing is, it's like, if they're going to break in, and that's the first window that they went to when they were doing the whole thing where he's putting the ornaments up. Yes. and they, when Yeah, he was like, Dad, can you help me with the ornaments? Mm-hmm. So if that's the first place you thought they'd go, they would have their shoes on. So why would he think that they would go a couple different places, get their shoes taken off by glue or whatever the hell it was, and the nails of the foots and all that shit, and then come back there? Like how would he know? Unless he was a master planner. Like who is he? Me? Does he have all sorts of thoughts going through his head (laughs) constantly?
3: It was the most amazing movie. I'm sorry, but for especially for back then, it was, like, a, gr- that it was, was a great movie. And out. I'm not
1: trying to argue the movie, but like it, it, it just felt really contrived out. Like Kevin had all these plots, and everything worked out perfectly for him in the end. You know, it's just like maybe some of the, including the spider, yeah.
3: that got out of the cage. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> the spider was just crawling everywhere he went, and it was really <laughs> annoying. But for me, the whole thing went sour when it came to the whole things on the floor because like that's where i picked the plot apart the other night when we were watching it cuz the hmm. other guy D- daniel something whatever his name was the other guy uh yeah okay but he stepped through the window and he's like i got him and he hmm. stepped on the glass and it's like dude that was put there for someone who <laughs> wasn't expected to have shoes on when you came there the first time so it's like what the fuck man like how did he know you weren't going to have shoes on already god fucking damn it and that really pissed I don't, me off that like really know. It, it was me. so good like i
3: the three of them the three of them are like amazing in that movie yeah so i don't yeah, know it was good but. and just to know that that was filmed in a gymnasium yeah in a school is just beyond me like the, watching that on uh, netflix was yeah. so awesome
1: mm-hmm. so
3: i don't know like the best fucking movie ever
1: it was really good. So what movies are you looking forward to watching this Christmas besides that bullshit again?
3: I want to see Elf and fucking the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I can't Ugh. find them.
1: What that was a Santa Claus about? Was that
0: like That him? was
3: Tim Allen. He accidentally killed Santa Claus. Knocked him off the roof or whatever. And, the, the, you know, once you put the suit on, you become the next Santa Claus. Wasn't you it? never saw that? No. You, ne- you never saw that? Well, I hate
1: Tim Allen. Oh I really God. hate Tim Allen.
3: So good! It was such a good movie. I love that movie so uh, much. <laughs> I, and I never Christ. see it on anymore. I
1: hate Tim Allen. I really don't like him. I don't know if it's from Home Improvement days or whatever. Hmm. I I just never liked him. I don't know what it is about Tim Allen. I never see. Cared I love Home
3: Improvement too, and I love Toy Story. And I love the Santa Claus. Has he been in anything else? Yeah. I can't uh,
1: remember. Jesus, that's Christ. what I know. Toy from. Story. He was, I Buzz, said that. he was Buzz Lightyear. Uh, yeah. All right, well. I, I yeah, don't
3: I don't I don't think he's been in anything else that I know of. But.
1: Do you know how weird it feels to not be doing a Manscaped commercial right now?
3: Who cares? Whatever. Thank God <laughs> well, we can stop talking about your goddamn hairy balls.
1: Well, my balls are hairy and I need to <laughs> trim them, so I kind of <laughs> feel like I need to talk about somebody. But, you know, I guess we can't do that because we've done our obligations for the week.
0: Hmm.
1: So maybe we can get a Bud Light... Affiliation because like God damn it, you Wouldn't drink a lot nice? of Bud Light. You drink Wouldn't a lot of nice? Bud Light. You drink a lot of Bud Light.
3: I don't drink a. What are you talking about? You drink a lot of Bud Light. It's, love the, this shit. it's the only beer that I I drink. So I, I guess it's a lot, but it's really it's not.
1: Whenever I see a couple of Bud Lights go in the trash can, I know it's the season for clapping.
3: It's no, so, fuck so I know off.
1: it's the season to clapping You're out. So la 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 la. That's
3: not no no
1: so Christmas is over in what two days now like tomorrow is Christmas Eve mm-hmm. so as far as Christmas Eve goes like what do you see your traditions being as far as like when you were a kid and when you were, as an adult like is this how you envisioned your kids having Christmas Eve traditions well we're doing
3: the same thing that I did as a kid yeah. which is uh, I I made sure that we kept the one tradition that we have we don't, we don't do family dinners and all that shit Uh, Christmas Eve was always at my dad's house. I explained that before where my mom would have Christmas and then my dad would do Christmas Eve and Christmas Eve at my dad's house was always huge. Like the whole family was there and it was always a lot of fun. Of course they were all drinking, but like music was playing and like it was, it was a big deal. Everyone from everywhere came and like we all hung out. It was always my dad's house too, like for some odd reason. And that was always fun. But, uh, then we would go home. After that, and then hit my step-grandmother's house, and uh, we would go there for, uh, quote-unquote, like, dessert, because I would eat with my dad, and then he would drop me off, and then my mom would bring me over to my step-grandmother's house, who is the most amazing human being on this earth. I love her to death, and we would sit there, and we would have dessert, and she would give us our, you know, our Christmas money or whatever. It was always a card with Christmas money. And then I would sit with my grandfather and watch, um, you know, the Santa tracking or whatever until my parents were ready to leave. Like, it wasn't like a party. It was just nice and quiet. It was just us
0: because
3: it was later on. And then we would go home and uh, we'd each open up one gift, which every year was pajamas. No matter matter what, it was pajamas on Christmas Eve. That's the one thing we could open up. And then we would go to bed. Like, it, it was the same every single year.
1: So. Well, that's good. Like, at least you knew what to expect. But as a kid, did you, did you always understand that when you opened up that present, it was going to be pajamas? Yeah.
3: We knew, we knew. Like, after a couple of years. Like, that that's just, it was expected. And, like, these kids know. Well, I don't know about Jenna, but Sammy knows. Like, it, Christmas Eve, that's what they get to open. It's, it's not a fun gift, but, like, you can wear your new holiday pajamas or whatever, like, you know, to bed and get ready for Santa or whatever like it was just something that I don't know if that was my mom's idea or she'd got it from maybe her mom like I don't know where it came from it's just, I, I don't know
1: I don't know it's just really I, strange because like you 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 gotta think of it this way like when traditions start do you look at them in hindsight like thinking like oh we knew this all along or when things were happening do you think like oh well this is new every year because like you're a kid at that point you have no idea what to expect the next year you know
3: I see. To me, like because
1: we didn't have a year-to-year tradition, it was yeah. Always like, we always you know, had that, and shit. I don't.
3: I really and I don't talk to her anymore. Yeah. It's, it's been a long time, so I don't, I don't know where it came from. I never thought to ask her, but I carried it down with these two. Like mm-hmm. that's every single year yeah. since they were babies. That's what you get. You get, you know, it was easier when they were babies because yeah. they sold Christmas pajamas. Now they're a little bit older, so it's just pajamas but like mm-hmm. it, that's what they open every fucking year so
1: really weird and a horrible present to open up as a kid on christmas but night it's but at christmas least you know eight, the next you day you don't
3: open no damn toy then you're gonna be up all night yeah, at least
1: you're never gonna get the good shit the next day so when i was a kid what i used to do was i used to rip open a small portion of the package to yeah. see what the hell i was getting and i knew everything before i woke up the next morning so i was an asshole
3: yeah you were a jerk I was a real although jerk. i would sneak up to my mom's room because yeah. like i said she used to be done in, like, July, and I would, like, look under her bed, look in her closet. I would look in all these places yeah. and, and and find certain things, but I don't know where she put the rest of it. Yeah. She she had it hidden somewhere. I don't know, my aunt's house or something, but, like, I would only find, like, a couple things, and I knew what I was getting.
1: It was a goddamn mess. Just like my balls turn into a mess. But we don't want to get into that commercial, not do we?
3: No, so stop bringing it up. I know,
1: but I, I love this thing. and I, I love talking about them. I really don't want them to go away, but hopefully in January we'll get some more commercials to read for Manscaped. But, I mean, like, as far as commercials go and as far as, like, traditions go and things like that, like, we really had... A couple when I was a kid and what we would do was we would have a big dinner for the family and everyone would be there.
3: On Christmas Eve or Christmas Day?
1: Christmas Day. It was nice because like we'd all be sitting at the table a month after Thanksgiving and it was like two months after the other and it was really nice because we'd all be there and like a friend of the family would be there that wasn't fortunate enough to have a family that cared about them and shit. And they would all be there <laughs> and it would, it would just be nice, you know, and we would eat as much as we wanted and people would laugh and joke and bullshit and and the adults would drink. It was just a fun time to It be was a always kid. a drinking
3: holiday. I think all yeah. adults drink. Well, er- every
1: adult so drinks every holiday. Just, just to deal with the bullshit, you know? Because, like, that's what you have to do. And then they like,
3: all dr- drove yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they drove home in diagonals and shit. <laughs> you know, like, left, right, left, right, left, right. But whatever. But, I mean, like, it was just a time where people were just allowed to be doing whatever people did. And I think that, you know, like, as adults and... Kind of in a society that we're in, like, I think we put too many restrictions on ourselves and shit like that. Where if it's a holiday, maybe, maybe, you know, like, pull the police force back a little bit, you know? Like, don't, like, set up highway stops and shit every five fucking miles.
3: what you can't say that you can't say that because we literally just said people are drinking and then they go out yeah but drive
1: home yeah back but like just two seconds ago we were saying you know like oh you were drinking and driving back in the 80s and 90s and shit but like and it was okay back then it's you know people didn't change their driving techniques back from then to now let just like let them just kind of maybe get a little bit of leniency on the highway and during the holiday like, all right, well it's, well, it's Christmas, dude. Like, fucking go home. Just go <laughs> home. Like, give me your keys.
3: Oh, okay, pull over the Pull side over, of the over and, and sleep. get the road okay. And sleep. So and no sleep, yeah. no ticket. Yeah, like, no ticket. Okay. Just sleep on the side of the road. I, I see what you're saying there.
1: I'm not going to let people drive, obviously, but like, hey, just pull over and have a nap.
3: Okay.
1: Talk to you in the morning. Call you know, an my, Uber. Yeah. A, call it fucking Uber. Exactly, exactly. Like, I'm going to give you your keys to the police force and... You, you can come pick them up in the morning, but no ticket, just because it's the holidays. And we understand how things can kind of get crazy. I just think we need to, as people, kind of give other people the benefit of the doubt. Instead of immediately jumping the fucking horrible conclusions, because that's how people are nowadays. You know, like they want to... Everybody wants to get somebody else, right? They all want to stick to somebody else. you all want to get somebody else, because people just love seeing other people get fucked. They love seeing that final verdict happen, and it's just a horrible way to live your lives, and I just really fear for humanity going into the next 10 years, because we're in in 2019. We're going to be heading into 2020 the 2010, and it's, wait, wait a second, wait a second, we're at 2020 to 2030. Oh my god, my fucking mat's all fucked up, because I've been drinking. (laughs) So, from 2020 to 2030, we're going to be going into a different time. And it's like, what are we going to be getting into then? Are people going to be more sensitive? More uh, more repetitive? Or, like, are we going to be becoming more, um, you know, like, loving? More caring? Are we going to be becoming more pieces of shit? Like, what's going to happen? It's going to be very interesting. So, I really hope that we become more, um, Reciprocative of whatever kind of pain that we feel inside. Maybe we can kind of, um, Feel what other people are feeling. Like, more empathy, I guess, and we can kind of make things better for other people. You know, like, that's kind of what I want for the next decade of us, of people. What about you?
3: What? Like... uh...
1: I just want people to feel more for other people. And no, the thing it's, is it's like
3: that's not going to happen. The people are being won't. assholes right now. The, the last few years the, the world's gone to shit and I want us to get away happen.
1: from that. That's what I want us to get away from. that's
3: not going to happen. I think once it it's started it just steamrolled and I don't think um, I don't think there's a coming back from that. So You're probably right. I don't know. I guess with certain areas in life that I'm, I'm positive, in certain areas I'm completely negative. I don't. I don't see it turning around. I don't see it changing. I, I think it like uh, you give people too much damn power, and now like you can't change it back. You 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 yourselves by doing that. And I now think it's, it's social be, media. Well, yeah.
1: I think it's everyone has a voice. If you now. can
3: have social media without damn comments and yeah. shit, yeah
1: the likes the thumbs up and shit and like constantly retweets, needing yeah. attention
3: yeah. i i things would be better but like, you can you can't have that so otherwise a, there would be no social media so yeah.
1: and even on a lower platform like us having a podcast you know like we can say whatever the fuck we want and people can like or disagree <coughs> with what we're saying and you know like we have a platform so maybe so maybe we're part of the problem too like we don't understand you know like this whole thing is new to everybody I don't know. Where everyone can have a platform. Like, everyone can be an instant celebrity because they can see what the fuck they want. Any idiot with a computer or a phone or a microphone or a record button can have a podcast, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, maybe, you know, this whole thing's just getting out of control. And maybe there should be some kind of um, quality control button where, like, hey, your podcast sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're gone you're gone you know like a lot of people that you know we know and love will probably be gone a lot of people we don't like will probably be gone you know like there's a lot of shit out there that wouldn't be allowed to exist but everyone has the freedom in america (laughs) to say what they want to say and i know there's one podcast in particular that you want to call out but we can't call people out because we don't punch down we punch up what so
3: I, you, I That thought didn't cross my mind until you mentioned I that. Know, and I now know. I can't I get know. it out of my I mind. Know,
1: I, know, I know who you're talking about.
3: So, you brought it up.
1: But still. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in this podcast? No, but we... I do
3: think that we are good to go because we're an hour and 44 minutes. Oh, seven. yeah,
1: we're good to go. Do you want to do the uh, links? Oh. You can find us at Twitter.
3: Voice of Misery. Facebook. Uh, Voice of Misery. Gmail. Wiz Misery Podcast.
1: At Gmail.com. And every other medium. Uh just check Voices of Misery wherever podcasts can be played and you guys will find us. You can also find us on the Hami Media Network every single Sunday. If you look up Voices of Misery on the hot, care, hot mean, dot, pie, bean, dot com <laughs> Hacker hot mean, dot, pie, bean, dot com Voices of Misery that you can find us every Sunday. God damn it, we had too much to drink, but guess don't what? Don't say we I had to. I'm years. fine. I had, no, you're not. Because you gave it to me. You passed the torch to me, goddammit. But anyway, do you have anything else you want to talk to these lovely, no. lovely listeners No. I think we're
3: good. It. We covered all your, all your things.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was a pretty grim episode. But this is hopefully the last one that we do. And uh, we just are very open to our listeners. Well, no, because
3: I, I think it's a good topic to talk about. Because people don't... People don't like talking about shit like that.
1: Yeah, and we do.
3: So, well, no, it's not well, that we, we don't do. like talking
1: about, but we just we're just open. And, but uh, we don't make shit up. It things happen. Might
3: help someone. So, there you go. Yeah, and if you guys need help, I'll
1: help you. You know, the at voices of misery podcast at gmail dot com is our personal email address, and we always respond. So, if you need someone to talk to, the Discord link is there as well. But we don't respond to that as quickly. But You know, we're there, we're there. And, uh, you know, if you guys need someone out there that's just as fucked up as you are, we're there. You know, and we'll talk to you next time, later. Hey,
2: everyone, this is Stevie Richards. When I'm not doing Stevie Richards Fitness, well, actually, when I am doing Stevie Richards Fitness resistance band training programs, I like to listen to my friends on the Voices of Misery podcast. They talk about literally everything and anything, some stuff that might offend you. So if you're not easily offended don't subscribe because they say whatever is on their minds is actually, actually subscribe, subscribe anyway. You might learn something and check them out anywhere you can download and listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, check them out at voicesofmisery.podbean.com.